Why don't you just learn Japanese? No, you're not me. I wouldn't subject my worst enemies to this. Just the teddy plushie. The berry in it. Hello and welcome to the Emotipixels podcast. Welcome to the Velvet Room. This is our episode 4, Persona 4, Golden, and several other versions of Persona 4. Before we get started, please be warned that our podcasts are extremely spoiler-heavy. We will be talking about the ins and outs of this game. If you don't want to be spoiled on this game, please come back later. I am Will Atkinson, and I am joined by... Holly Kroll. Alberto Germán Favón. Brian Pachuki. Esteban Santana Santana. Our prompt today is going to be, tell me about your persona. What is your alter ego? For me, I'm not quite sure what my persona would be, but it would probably look close to, uh, I think it's Izanagi, the main character's main guy, the big black trench coat, but his powers would be all like hacker stuff, and he'd be like coding and like developing algorithms to beat people up, and yeah, that's pretty much where I'm going to go. All right. How about you, Polly? Um, like the other uh, personas in the game, I would probably look like a cross between some kind of fucked up Gumby character and a knockoff Yu-Gi-Oh thing. <laughs> That involves guitars somehow, okay. possibly. That involves guitars. So, um, I guess I'd have like a uh, you are guitar the guitar body hero with a speaker face, and my powers would like mesmerize people with some kind of a sound blast thing. Pretty sure I've seen an anime that has that character. I am sure you have. You think you're a support character or like a frontline? I'm totally a s- support. Oh. That would be a support <laughs> <laughs> support line. <laughs> I have no idea. You Usually, the guitar is always the like support. The bard, yeah, the, yeah, the bard charging yeah. people up. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a rhythm guitar player, so I'd totally be support. That's that's what oh, you're yeah. asking. Yeah, that's what we're saying. How about play, you? Not lead player, no sir. You should play Lucio in Overwatch. No All right, how about you, Alberto? <laughs> Moving on. Um, I would probably be a so. Don't freak out when I say this. Not freaking out. Kind of a Vampire version salsa of, dancer. No, kind of a version of Yukiko's uh, character, but a probably dude. having to do yeah, one yes, a dude. Uh, but also rather than like flames, I don't know, probably like some kind of like water element to it instead, but still with the feathers and flying. I don't know how that would really work, but yeah, you're like the Blitzball version of. Go on. <laughs> so, Speaking so my language. Being like, yes. <laughs> being like a bird in a cage, you could be a bird in a bird bath with water and splash water at people. Yeah, but we're really happy as opposed to like a bird where it's like... Your ultimate ability black. will be like the ject shot. Yeah. That actually would be pretty <laughs> sick. That would be awesome, yeah. All right, Brian, what you got? All right, so for me, mostly when I play you know, RPG games, I like a lot of characters that are... To have a lot of frontal attacks, so I think my persona would be full very, frontal. Yeah, damn straight. <laughs> uh, would have a lot of um, attacks. So unlike Polly, I think I'd be a frontline guy. I think kind of a, if we had to relate it back to Persona Four, I think the strength and attacks of Kanji's persona, but not the big like he has the kind of typical like brute character, which is like the big you know like slow uh, attacks. Um, so a quicker attack, but those kind of like just big shots, like very. So you're thinking of like a samurai. Yeah, but samurais are more like uh, quick and fast attacks. Like I'm not saying like super fast. I'm saying like average speed, not like so slow brooding, but like you're like Kamari versus Oren. Um, yeah, kind of. Okay. 
A little bit. I would say that. What you got, Esteban? I am going to be a kind of like a support character. I liked your your idea of like super hacker that, that throws like programs and shit. I'm not going to steal that, so don't worry about it. You're but... going to hack it. <laughs> I am going to hack it. No, but like more, more of a support character in, in the back, uh, kind of keeping everybody alive and, and keeping everybody... Uh... You're the healer of our Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the healer. Excellent. Yes. Slash back there kind of being like, we're all fucked. <laughs> eh, you know. If you're nice, I'm going to keep you healed. If you're not nice, then I'm sorry. I, I'm going to forget about you for a couple seconds in, in a critical section of the, of the battle. And then maybe use revive. Maybe, if I'm feeling nice. Yeah. Otherwise, I'll save it for somebody else. Right. What color is your persona wearing? Oh, it's always blue. Like a sky blue, or we're talking navy? Uh, it, de- it depends on the mood. It's either sky blue if I'm, if I'm nice and happy, or it's going to be you know navy, dark blue if I'm, if I'm not in a good mood. Cool. All right, to kind of set the stage before we get going just really quickly tell me what, how you experienced persona 4 personally i played persona on the well ps3 with the back and pack to ps2 played the original i've also played all of persona 1 all of persona 2 and a good chunk of persona 3 on the vita and then i went through and played persona 4 on the vita um i've also seen the anime Although that was like a year ago, so I can only vaguely remember that bit. How about you, Pauly? Unfortunately, I just recently started trying to play through Persona 4 Golden on the Vita. Um, I only got probably like 15 or 16 hours into it um, and realized I wasn't going to have time to finish it before we recorded this. So I decided to try to watch the anime, which I also failed at. And I'm about uh, 40 minutes before the, the final end of the anime. But I think I I got the gist of it. I suggest that you put down the podcast, <laughs> go play or listen to the end of the anime, and then come back and listen to us when you're done. And I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, very similar to Polly, uh, I got through about maybe like 25 minutes and then realized that Doomsday would happen before I finished this game. Um, <laughs> I started w- trying to find a version of the anime i was hope I, I found it on hulu plus but i was very sad that i couldn't watch the dub version because very busy and why kind of, well because i don't i don't know why but why, I just, why do you guys look for well, no, dubs no, 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 okay okay hold on hold on so when i normally watch animes i prefer watching it subbed but Good. but since i was on a time crunch with this i wanted to be able to listen to it while still doing other yeah. stuff i would oh. i would have been able to finish if i didn't have to like read it all the time exactly if it weren't for you meddling you, kids you guys damn reading like i wanted to be able to eat while watching it and like if i'm cutting whatever like i can't it doesn't work so anyway if he's cutting the cheese then i could fart while watching it that's fine <laughs> why, why don't you just learn japanese yeah, you so that you can watch it in his purest yeah. form why don't you just uh, learn japanese so i mean <laughs> i'm getting to that all right brian how point. did you experience this uh so I had never played or experienced Persona before Golden, before we decided to do this for this podcast. I had always wanted to get into it. I had known about the kind of allure of the whole Persona, you know, uh, family. So, yeah, my first experience was playing the game, uh, so Golden on the Vita. And, um, yeah, I finished it. I platinumed it. So it was, you know, um, so I got the whole four experience but you know i don't know if i'd go back to the like three two one um from what i've heard but so you're not as insane as well so you have an interesting perspective in that you played a bunch of this on the playstation tv right 
Yes. Um, so I played about, I don't know, 40. Yeah, I mean, I, I played a fair amount. Like, I was, a lot of, like, um, grinding and stuff I did on the TV. But I played a majority on the Vita. Any particular reason you did one over the other? Uh, yeah, because the Vita you can play while somebody else is watching or hugging the TV. <laughs> um, yeah. if, if I had a PlayStation TV, I totally would have. Like, when I'm sitting at home, I would rather play on a big screen than play on the Vita. It's nice. Um, it holds up well. It doesn't have any, like, um, like it's stretched, but it doesn't, you don't lose any kind of, like, uh, like frames, or you don't lose, like, any kind of, like, you don't notice any kind of, like, pixelation or anything. But it's not all that, like, great either. It's not like, oh, my God, I need to watch this on the big screen. It's a game that you can totally, like, you can totally play and plays well on Vita. Um, I could see why they ported it to um, Vita with an upgrade, uh, the golden version versus the original PS2 Persona 4. All right, Espan, what you got? I've watched the most horrible anime that I've, I've watched, and I've watched plenty. So th- this one ranks at the very bottom of my list right now. I watched the Persona 4 Golden version. So just never the Golden version? Yes, so never do that. Just Don't to clarify, that. that's not how you're supposed to do it. So there's no indication anywhere that, that this is a, an abridged version of the story. Actually. Yes, Mr. If you, Birdo. If you go onto Hulu and you search up Persona 4, it shows that Persona 4, the original one, and then it shows Persona 4 Golden, and in Golden it says, three years later, we return back in the description. Really? Yes. Yeah, but it's not three Wait, years later. Well, no, it's not three years later. It's, it's just correct. But if you're it's going into a shitty this, story. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If you're going into this without knowing which one to start with, that by myself, I'm like, oh, I should probably watch the other one first. So I just, so I, I, I have I'm a with, subscription. I'm with Esteban on this. <laughs> I watched the first episode of the main anime, and then I tried watching the golden, because I was like, oh, it's shorter, and I'll get through it faster. Yeah, it's like 13 episodes. I'll be, I'll be done. But because I watched that first episode, I realized, oh, they're just not showing you lots of things that happened. So. And I'm, I'm usually okay with that. And usually, the, the, the shorter versions of these animes are still coherent. This one is not. Yes, and there's there's two shaking heads on the on the table in agreement. Yes. Yeah. Um. All right. So, with that in mind, we're going to do a little bit our synopsis a little bit different than normal. Uh, we're going to start with the guys who watched the show, trying to give us a synopsis, tell us what what they think happened. Um. And Esteban's going to be the guy to do that for us. So, I'm going to give a super short description and that fits in a couple of sentences this is a, <laughs> about these high school students that find a portal to another world via a tv channel and they have to go fight monsters called the shadows uh using different mythological creatures and deities which they call personas that is my description of this mess not bad what do you know about the velvet room the velvet room is where four characters meet at the beginning of the game of the thing one of them stays in there the guy with the long nose two of them the the boy and the girl are part of the overarching storyline um and then the older woman kind of helps out at the end with one specific instance of of uh what do you know about social links they're pretty much all friends um that's about as far as I would take it. I don't, I don't think is, they got into the social links in the Velvet Room and Who's Golden. the murderer? I have no idea. <laughs> and who's the worst bad guy? Uh, so I know of 
two bad guys, one of them being the 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 gas pump attendant and the other one, I think. This this was way up at the beginning, so like a couple of months ago. Then the second one is uh one of the police officers. Adachi. Sure. Let's go with that one. And then and then the girl is the third one, but she eventually merges with with the like super baddie and 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 becomes good and becomes you know she decides what the weather is at the end. All right, so that was a little short. What, what do you think, Polly? What 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 was he missing? What am I missing here? Well, Other than everything. <laughs> He got the gist of it, kind of. Um, Give me a little more detail. There's, there's so much. There's so much that happens, like in <laughs> have literally pages and pages of notes as to the story. Um, but he kind of, kind of got the gist of it. <laughs> Is it? Tell me one interesting thing that he missed. One of, one of, one of the big things in this was about forming bonds. Although, like the main theme of the story was forming bonds and like. Uh, they constantly brought it up almost like ridiculously too much, slapping you in the face with uh, how your power, this, the main character's power is leveled up by all the bonds he formed and all the people he helped out throughout his life. And there was like a huge, that was the main theme of it. it. It even like flashes at the end of every episode that bonds are the true power I, in life or something like that. I got like a little bit of that, but like, throwaway references to this mythical bond. Like, I thought it was just his bond with the girl, to be completely honest. Which girl? The... I forgot her name. Uh, Marie? Marie? Yeah. Marie. Marie. Okay. Um, yeah, oh, I, yeah. I also, was... he didn't get anybody's name. There was the guy, the girl, and the, the other guy. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah. <laughs> there's Pius, there's Rizé, <laughs> there's a bunch of others, but, yeah. yeah. Red Alberto. Green. Uh, the what other did one, Esteban miss? The other one were... I mean, yeah, you're going into the TV room to fight monsters, but though they are creatures that you fight with them, like they're the, the way that you get them is you interact with someone who you basically have to accept. Yes, you're a part of me, and it's like a part of it's like the worst of that character, and like they see them, and then they have to actually accept. Okay, yes, you are actually a part of me, and that's what gives them their persona uh, to fight with. Yeah, I'm actually curious how many times that happened in Golden because it keeps happening over and over again. Like you, uh, a main character would confront their uh, shadow, and the shadow would say all these terrible things, and the person would say, "No, you're not me," and then they would turn into this monster. Did oh, that okay. happen at all? No, that that never happened what? at all. Yeah, Whoa! like the, like wow. I was all Golden. Was... I was so bored. <laughs> I was so bored the first like two or three episodes because nothing happened for the first two or three episodes other than yeah. them talking all, BS. All Golden was was like, this is all the stuff that they added on. Like that's all it was. They has had like a bunch of scenes with Marie. And then and then it. episode Every, four. Everybody at this table yeah. thinks you did it wrong. <laughs> and then episode four, we have this this fight in the TV room, and then you just magically gets a card out and yeah. and breaks it, and you know, and shit happens. You know what the equivalent of this is. The equivalent of this is playing brothers and not playing the prologue. <laughs> no, it's way worse than that. It's way worse than that. This is a horrible shout out, shout anime. Shout out to Nate. So the, this is like this is this like is a watching, horrible anime. This is like watching an anime that you have on like a corrupt um, USB stick and it's skipping around yes. different parts of it, both forward and backwards. It's it, that's, it, it, that's it's what it's missing like, like two thirds of the story. Like you it's like, completely incoherent. It, you like it, watched episode or um, season three of Lost, and that was all. And that was <laughs> it. Yes, yes. And you're and you're sitting there like, who the fuck are these people? What do they? Why do I care about them? Why? 
why? Why am I sitting here for, for seven and a half hours? So the one thing that I remember from the watching the anime, that the, the main thing that comes to mind is that um, what we experienced as the social links in the game are like full episodes or like half episodes mm. and you'll like meet a character and it'll be like this full character's backstory and everything that we would experience over the 12 month period in the game would be like half the episode and then they'll like show somebody else's um, social link as the other half of the episode. Is that kind of how you experienced it or did you even notice that kind of thing? No, I totally noticed it. They, they, they did it pretty um, neat in a couple episodes actually. Like there was one episode where um, Nanako, uh, the main character's younger, I want to say sister, but it's not really a sister. Niece. Cousin? Niece? Yeah, niece. Niece. All right. Um, no, cousin. Cousin, right? Because it's his... Yeah, Dojima right, is the main character's uncle. Uncle, yeah. So it'd be his cousin. But she calls him Big Bro, and they're like family. But anyway, um, she is wondering what he's up to, because he has all these things going on. He's never in the house, and he's not paying any attention to her or anybody else in the family. And, um, and then that whole episode, it's like her kind of story building episode that shows why she's so worried about him and then the second episode right after that is it's actually a two-parter um it shows all the he gained like five social links on that episode he helped all these people out and gained all this stuff and it was, it was really neat i thought that was like a neat part in the story it it was kind of uh annoying how it broke away from the main story like we have to throw this in as well it happened in the game because they couldn't like link it in so well, but at the same time, it was a, a neat concept to get it in there. Is that when they went shopping? No, no. Okay. It was kind of around the summer festival, yeah. if I remember right. Yep. He was like helping out everybody. It was kind of this episode where it's people, like this episode but, of small relationships. People thought that them the, going shopping was a social link in the game that was in the Persona Four anime. Because I did see that. That was in like the first or second episode. Mm -hmm. Um, when they go shopping and uh, is it Marie or Mary? I never figured Marie. that out. Marie. Marie. Marie keeps commenting on how Chie and uh, Yukiko have red and green colors. Yep. That was like one of Marie's social link things. So that is what we're talking about. There was just like specific character development points that added to the persona's so, powers. So Golden feels like more of that, but very disjointed. Like we... we I saw a lot of that. Like I saw the 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 shopping incident and saving the the supermarket, like yes, the uh, the I, concert and everything else. But there's no real rhyme or reason for these uh, disparate events. I am surprised and proud of you for watching that whole thing, having it's no idea horrible. what was going on. Like, I was twisting his arm the whole the way. The only so. reason I finished it is because Will wanted me to be here. Will Will is an evil person who didn't know what he was saying. I, I gave him the Blu-rays. This is not my fault. <laughs> I gave him the Blu-rays like both of, two like, months ago. Yeah, he just started on the wrong one. No, no, no. I, I watched. So it was I was like, oh, this one's shorter. I want to watch this one instead. Yeah. It's it was, like, it was, oh, it's a remake. You know how like video that. games do a new game plus? Yeah. It was like that for anime without any of the game part. This I feel this like horrible. I feel like it was Golden, a wasted seven and a half hours. I feel like Golden is a bad version of what DBZ Abridged is on YouTube that uh, Team Four Star does. Mm -hmm. the, those are freaking hilarious. And if you've watched. The Dragon Ball Z series, then they're even more hilarious. But even if you haven't, like you still get the main gist of the story while you're watching. I feel like Golden failed at that though. Failed. Be careful hear. saying so, that Golden is bad though, because like I thought it looked good, and I really want to go back to it. Oh no! Now it's, watching the anime, it's because it's, I, I'm going to know 
what the connections that were missed. Like it's it's were. beautifully uh, drawn. The animation itself kind of sucks. It's mediocre at best. The the drawing and and the 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 stuff. Uh, the the type of drawing that the they art, use the is good. Yeah, the art style is better is good. in Golden, in my opinion, than okay. in the original anime. Okay, so that that came out across really well. The animation itself, as part of the anime, uh, is mediocre at best. Like I like I said, the story just sucks. Like they they I don't even know what the hell they were thinking. It doesn't make any sense in in isolation. Yes, they should have a warning at the beginning of that that says if you haven't watched. If you haven't or watched played, the original, or, or if you haven't the played the game, game, please don't watch us. <laughs> I feel like they made that anime for people who played the original game if they didn't want to go back and play Persona 4 Golden so they could get the rest of the story. That's what it feels like to me. Okay. Um, so before Brian gets to his version of the synopsis, is there any, I mean, while we're just started on the subject already, is there any other, so my question here is, does this thing hold up as an anime? Would you watch this? To watch it, I, not knowing I wouldn't subject my worst enemies to this. That this was I, I, a replacement I, for a game. I would never tell anybody to watch just Persona 4 Golden, but I think the Persona 4 anime was pretty good. I'm not a huge anime guy. I, I've watched some, uh, definitely not my main interest, but I thought it was enjoyable, entertaining, and it was the um, wasn't the dub version or anything like that. I. Uh, I I watched this with an I watched the original one with an ex girlfriend of mine and she actually was interested in it. I was trying to kind of ease her into like after this we watched um the fuck's the name of it two point twenty two help me oh, out oh Evangelion yeah we tried to watch Evangelion after that and that just fell completely flat on its face <laughs> like this was way better than you did you watch that. did you actually watch 111 and 222 or did you we were to... watching the series, oh, the series. And like... there's like a, a scene where there's like nothing going on yep. and you're just watching crickets there's a lot of that at a train station yep. for like three minutes th- literally three minutes yes and it's like... I, I know exactly this the episode that you're talking about i, I feel like this was a like this is a good example so i was gonna say i I have not watched a whole lot of anime, but a decent amount. Um, I feel like this would be a good intro into introducing someone to like one like Death Note. Yeah. It had a similar feel, I feel, to Death Note. All right, like Death uh, Note more than more than Persona Four. Same, but... yeah. I'm going to give Persona Four the benefit of the doubt. I'm actually going to watch the original now that you guys are not dragging this across the mud, but never watch Golden. It's it's horrible in isolation. Or at least it's not horrible. to start. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. So that being said, uh, Brian. Brian, you're up. What the hell happened in this thing? Um. Well, I'm not gonna get too deep into the story because it will take way too long. So um. About as I'll, long as to play the game, right? Could be longer. Uh, really quick. How many hours? Uh, my total, uh, mm-hmm. including for the whole platinum, probably about one twenty-five. Jesus Christ. I've finished my first playthrough and I'm at 111. So, I still haven't finished platinuming it. Wow. I, I was somewhere between it might have been 130, somewhere between 125 and 130. Okay. So, um, what happened in this game? So, the game starts out you are um you are the main character. You actually put in your own name. I think in the anime, what do they call him? You or you, something? You. Okay. Why you? Yes. I, which I thought when I first saw the anime, I was like, is that a joke? Probably. Like it's it's intentional. Okay. Um, but anyways, yeah. So in the game, you your character doesn't have a name. You put in your own name, 
And um, would you put in Brian? <laughs> I, w- I was Will. <laughs> Do you not know? Uh, so anyway, what did you put in? Um, I, I thought we were gonna all come up with our own names. I didn't know we were like doing our. I didn't put Paul. I was a uh, Shimon Zobeku after Castlevania. I like Castlevania. Oh, you actually tried to put like a Japanese name? Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, so anyway. What is wrong? <laughs> he has personality. No, All of us are boring is what that just shows. I can't uh, see Brian hanging out with like Chie and freaking... Hey, man. What are you going to say something? I can't, I can't hang out with them? It's just you don't have a Japanese name. It's not your fault. You weren't born in Japan or... You're, you're, going, to get the comment, you're going to get the comment the Marie got. It's like, oh, you have a foreign name. Yeah. I'm gonna- but anyways, um, yeah, so you're... Uh, you're a um, basically a second year student, um, so it'd be like the equivalent. I guess I guess it would be like sophomores would be our equivalent in U.S. terms. Um, high, they're, high they're in high school. school. They're in high school. Um, and um, you and then half live. Them are you live in the big city. I don't know if it's if they mention it specifically Tokyo, but you live in a big city in Japan. Uh, your parents are going on some like project thing, so they ship you over to your uncle who's Dojima, and he lives in this little small town called Inaba. Uh, you go over there, you... Um, your first Inaba's not a real town, right? No, it's not. It's okay. Um, I mean, there might be an Inaba that exists, but there, it's not... The town is not modeled after if there is a, a real town. You, yeah, you meet your uncle. He also has a daughter, uh, Nanako. Um, his wife has died, so it's just the two of them. Uh, he is a police officer. Uh, you get there, you're kind of... Um, in this kind of, you know, like depressed state of, oh, I'm, at, you know, I, I'm missing all my friends. I have to spend a whole year there. And then these murders start happening. So basically, you know, you meet some, you know, some kids at school and they start telling you about it. And the, the first two you meet are Yosuke and Chie. And Chie mentions that, oh yeah, there's this, this midnight channel. If you, if it's raining and you watch TV, well, you, no, sorry, the TV is off and you look at the TV, uh, you will see uh, different people doing things. And initially, the people think it's like a kind of like a love connection matching thing. But eventually you find out that um, anybody on the TV ends up getting murdered. Uh, so you meet other, you know, you go along and um, certain characters, certain, you know, friends you meet uh, end up getting sucked into the TV and you have to go through dungeons, which are the RPG style of the game, to save them. Other characters are Yukiko, Kanje, uh, Rise, Nayot, Nayot, Nayoto, if I could say that right, and Teddy, who is, um, what he refers to himself as a bear, even though he looks not like a traditional bear. He looks nothing like a bear. He has bear ears. But he has fur. As you go and you save these people, you're trying to, you're, you and your friends at the school, or your high school friends, uh, you form this, what you call, they call the... Um, investigation Investiga- team. Yeah, investigation team. And your headquarters is... Uh, Juness, which is this new shopping mall that's putting all the local stores out of business, and Yosuke's father is like the head manager of the whole um, shopping center. Uh, so you guys just meet in like the food court, and that's your headquarters. Um, what else? So yeah, basically you go through and you try to find out who who's done it. There's um, a couple possible leads. One is which done, done it meaning someone's throwing uh, people people into, into the, the TV world yes, to, to kill them. So, presumably to murder them. Yeah, so the first murder is actually this um, lady who's having an affair with uh, one of these like famous, I don't, I don't think it was like a politician or something. I forget, I forget the yeah, guy. City councilman. Yeah, okay. So, uh, so you think that it might be her jealous ex-boyfriend. Uh, then you also think that it may be um, 
Well, there's Adachi, who is another detective that works under Dojima. You think it might be him? Oh, yeah. Who's the um, who's the kid who fakes the um, the you know the the RPG level that fakes the you know like um, oh, the murder? What the fuck was that guy's name? Yeah. Uh, well, Bill will look it up. But um, really weird looking dude. Yeah. So he's another one. Um, then you find out um that at the the very end that Adachi is the one that's been doing this. Um, and you think, okay, again, after this is about the third time you think you've solved it and you believe that that's the end. turns out Adachi has been manipulated by being called, okay. It's a Mitsuo. Yeah. Mitsuo. Yeah. Um, the kid was fucking creepy. There was also another red herring where the city council secretary looked, looked like he was the one that was, uh, Killing people, but it turns out he was trying to save them because he also knew about the that, TV world. That's the uh, ex. That's the boyfriend. The ex-boyfriend, not a secretary. Yeah, yeah. He's not the secretary. <laughs> no, that's what he was. He was a city council secretary. That was the. Okay, I'll take your word for it. I don't. I don't remember that. But um, either way, that's who I was referring to. Um, that's uh, Namatame, right? Yes, Namatame. Um, no, no. I mean, you might be. Right. I'll take. Your I didn't word. know that you brought that up. That's what I was talking about, the ex-boyfriend. Yeah, he's the, the, ex, he's the ex-boyfriend of the woman who got murdered. Um, so, yeah, it turns out uh, Adachi is being manipulated by this uh, a being called uh, Izanami. Uh, and then you beat her at the end, and um, that's the game. So some of the gameplay, of, that's the general gist of it. Some of the gameplay is uh, you fight in the dungeons, and you have to fight these shadow creatures. Uh, so Izanami kind of um, uh, lets these... Um, shadow creatures exist and it's this other world where the shadow creatures are actually made up of anti-self I guess is the best way to describe it so if you're a person say, say you're a person who's um, very self-conscious about the way you look uh, you think everybody say um, doesn't like the way you look so you will have a shadow creature of yourself and that will be a person who is you know does the opposite so that will be a person who will be like oh everybody look at me you know i am you know i look like this so everybody you know um will kind of do the opposite of how you feel it's kind of the thing that exemplifies the worst aspects of your personality yeah. i didn't think it, it was really the is opposite of you it was it's like part of you that you desires. don't yeah well it's the that opposite you of what you're high so like, kind of like what you are you're looking at like in psychological because yeah, I guess it's a better way of describing it. Um, so what happens is eventually, you know, if you're able to come to terms with your shadow, shadow self, uh, the shadow turns into a persona, which you can then use to fight other shadows. So each of the main characters gets a, uh, a, a, a persona, um, except for the main main character, you know, your hero, the hero guy. Um, he can use uh, the original persona he gets, which is Izanagi, uh, which is actually... The um, Izanagi and Izanami are actually the two or two Japanese gods, or believed to be gods in Japanese lore. Izanagi, as I oh. said. Oh, I was just Inagi. My bad. Sorry. Um. Yes, there's a Z in it. Yes, Izanagi. Um, and um, they end up getting like the the lore goes kind of like they were together, and then like they get separated, and Izanami gets kind of like outcast, and uh, that's why in this game she's like setting up this whole the whole world to be destroyed by the Shadow Self. Um, so the main character gets Izanagi at the beginning, but then you can also gain other persona, um, their cards, and then you can use the card to summon the persona, uh, to do certain attacks that the persona has learned. Um, so using cards as a way to summon your personas, way better than, um, I don't know if you guys are aware, but in Persona 3, they have these, uh, I think they call them spirit guns. So 
the whole, Persona 3 was all about these kids grabbing these guns and shooting themselves in the head to summon their personas. I, and I it was that, like, but like, really? I was kind of, I kind of thought that sounded cooler than just like doing cards. <laughs> I just, I don't know what came first, Persona or Yu-Gi-Oh or anything like that, but I've just seen so much of the card anime thing where you're summoning these creatures with cards where it was just kind of like lame to me. I mean, I don't think it was bad. I mean, it wasn't like a card game. Like, you're not like, it's basically literally you just, in your inventory, they show them as cards. And then when you summon them, I think it even shows the card, just so it's like a, a picture of the back of a card above your head. It's not like, mm-hmm. it's not overly um, obnoxious about the card system. Um, but wouldn't it be cooler if they shot themselves in the head with a gun? Apparently, yeah, that's exactly apparently what we hear. It's a bunch not. Of children committing suicide. Uh, what's the in Persona Five? Haven't they like announced how they're gonna summon their personas? I think they said it they was, were masks or something. Yeah, it's like, like that. masks. I thought that was. Really I cool think so because I saw. I would imagine because I saw a lot of the, the trailer shows them like wearing masks yeah. um, at times. Um, but yeah, that's the basic uh, general synopsis of it. Um, oh yeah, so the one thing I guess I kind of left out is the way the world's gonna be destroyed is um, the TV world. Um, it has a fog and um, this fog is kind of like the enveloping shadow shadows of the whole world. And that's leaking into the real world. Um, so it's eventually going to take over the real world and basically, I guess, destroy us all. So, um, so something that's interesting is that, and the, the only fo- way you can see through it is with these special glasses. Something that's interesting is that that fog, um, I don't know what the word is, but, that is common for all of the Persona games. One and two, like the whole city went into a fog, and then I'm assuming the same thing happens in three. I didn't actually get that far in three. But um, the whole world being enveloped by fog was a common theme throughout mm-hmm. the game. Well, another common theme, which I forgot to mention, is, is that what you your intro uh, led to is the Velvet Room, which is another common uh, theme throughout Persona, which is this... Um, it's basically considered like a dream, like your like subconscious dream world. So in this, there is a a guy who is called Igor, and um, he. So it's pronounced Igor. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, so, what was that? Bright of Frankenstein? No, Young Frankenstein. Oh, Frankenstein. Yeah. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Uh, Brooks. Sorry. <laughs> um. So yeah, he's um, and he's a um, he's the guy that kind of. Uh, teaches you about all the personas and how you can use them and there is a uh, a woman that is there that you guys mentioned in the anime named margaret she's also there to help you uh kind of how to use personas how you can fuse them together to form other personas uh, so the velvet room is interesting because it has been in all of the games but in every single game the actual room has been different yes in this one it looked like you're sitting in the back of a limo yep yeah in other games there's like um the one, last one I'm thinking of, and I can't remember if this was two or three, but there was like a uh, a guy who was drawing pictures of cards, and so he was like the guy who generated new cards. He would like paint you a picture of a new card, and at the same time, there was somebody playing the piano, and I think it was uh, Elizabeth that was in that one. Yeah, yeah, so she was the uh, she was the this, Margaret. Of- this idea of this kind of safe space to go and upgrade your characters that is the Velvet Room has been constant throughout the games, but what it actually is and how it shows up in the games has been different throughout. So that answers, I guess, my question. It's not Igor, or sorry, Igor. Um, 
in he, each of the other ones? Is the guy it, with the nose, yeah. he's the one character that's been in all of them. Yes. Okay. But Igor is, is... Does he age at all between them, or is he always the same? Like, do they... He's kind of the same I old, think he's weird, the same, crusty yeah. dude the okay. whole time. Do we ever get his, like, motivations or anything like that? Yeah, like his origins? Like, where he... Does he just... I... He's, like, a part of... Again, so they kind of mention, at least in... in for or for golden, I assume it's the same for um, that. This is kind of like it's kind of implied that this is your like subconscious dream world. So that he doesn't have a motivation. He's basically your like inner self help, like how to, helping you work through this, how to solve your your big journey, as they kind of call it. So, um, so it's I, not I, like he has like a like an, like he's invested in this somehow. It's kind of just like. He, you know, I don't know if it's supposed to be like he does exist and he's just infiltrating your so being it, somehow, or if it's just more like this is your inner self. Like, so in one and two, there was another character who was much more a part of like giving you the personas, and it had this um, butterfly motif, which you can kind of see in this game. It sh- shows up some somewhere, especially around like the safe points and things. So the butterflies have been oh, yeah, yeah. throughout the entire series but then his kind of roles and responsibilities went on to the guy who's in the velvet room and it's kind of like guiding the people through their yeah um, that's a good way he's like a guide for you the the part i I kept expecting them to say something uh fishy was going on with him because like i don't know if it happened in the game but in the anime multiple times he like wouldn't be in the velvet room and they're like oh he's off on business and like yeah there's that happens a couple times in the game where Mm -hmm. um so but it's but it's at it points just your subconscious tricking you into thinking that he's somewhere else. To but it's point. only he a certain couple times, and it's kind of just story based. He's gone at times when you and Marie need to have a person. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I was gonna <laughs> say it's kind of story related. Yeah, I was like, gonna say like that's this when, was the non-Marie version I watched. So then you and Margaret need uh, to have a one-on-one conversation. That's, yeah, I was gonna say like that's how you form your yep, bond with Margaret. Is, uh, there was one time when nobody no, was in the yeah. velvet room. That's not how you form your in the game. Yeah, nope. And when there was one on time when that is was in absolutely the wrong. I'll tell you how you form it later, but that's not how you form your bond with Margaret. Well, it happens within the first twenty minutes, or twenty hours. I know that. It he is there Even in the tutorial. Whether yeah. whether he's there or not, you can form a bond with Margaret. So why does Margaret? Why does she no, refer to really... to you as the client? Uh, I don't know. That's not in the game. That must be in the because that's what also made me think that it was not like that. Like the. There were other people that also had their own yeah. velvet rooms. Mm-hmm. Like that was the feeling I got too. They were kind of like, like if you're familiar with Marvel comics, like the Watcher type characters, where they just kind of get. A I don't know. It's this, in the game. It kind of implies that they're that you're the only one because uh, there's times where you will mention like, oh, you know, um, we have to, you know, I have to do this or we have to do that or, um, you know, you know how you originally get your persona and like uh, your your friends will ask like how the hell did that happen and then at the end like in, at least in golden when you when you're going to to look for marie margaret shows up and you know margaret and everybody else you know and you're like oh it's margaret and everybody else is like where did you meet her you know because nobody else knows or can see this velvet room except for the main character it's like like the way it kind of fits in with the greater universe is that it there's one character for each game that is like the special the chosen yeah. one but then that concept jumps from game to game and they're they are the same helpers yeah. throughout that's the feeling i got from it okay um, well, so what's we, next we kind of started talking about um the compendium the way that the main character you is able to 
um, have more than just one persona. He's special in this game that he is able to create more than one persona, and the way that that manifests in this game is through the compendium, and you're uh, both able to pick up random characters in the dungeon. Actually, the other characters can have two personas. Well, three, but... Well, yeah, technically, yeah, okay, technically. They're correct. like all evolutions yes, the same. Yes, it's more of an evolution, correct. <laughs> um, so the main character is able to go through this crafting system to come up with different personas. So one of the ones that I, I crafted was Quetzalcoatl. Quetzal- oh. Help me out, man. Quetzalcoatl. And that really got you interested in this it game, did. right? It did. Um, so for those that don't know, uh, Quetzalcoatl is a uh, Aztec god. Um, he's a, a plumbed serpent, so kind of like bird and serpent. Um, I should say like a, a feathered bird is another way as opposed to plump. Um, but uh, yeah, like I've had a fascination with Quetzalcoatl since I was about in like sixth or fifth grade, something like that. And so, um, do you have something to do with the eagle that was the founding of Mexico City? Is that? Um, may I? I wouldn't be surprised if that was a derivative from like. I kind of remember that story, and I mean, from, maybe from, I'm completely like the, off. The, the, the story behind that is that when they were going to go settle where Mexico City would be founded, they saw a eagle with a serpent in its talon, and so that was like a sign for them that okay, this is where we're going to found our city. Um, it was in the middle. I was of worried there for a second because <laughs> you said the eagle that founded Mexico City. I thought an eagle might have founded Mexico City. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> You know those crazy Mexicans. <laughs> oh. But um yeah, so when I saw that you had crafted that, I was like <gasps> I need to play this game. Need to so, do so one of but the cool things to that point. I don't know I haven't yet. So one of the cool things about the game is and the and the persona stuff is that most of the personas are based off of, of like uh mythological gods. So like as you're saying like in all like, different cultures. I yeah, thought that was really cool. So there's there yeah, like there's Western Christian gods, there's Japanese gods, there's, there's Hindu gods. Yeah. Um and also not just gods, but also like evil spirits like you can like, summon Beelzebub. It was like Jack Frost. Like yeah, yeah and then other things like that. Snowman, so yeah, like know? it kind of runs the spectrum of There was like a derivative of uh, the Statue of Liberty too. Which that was yeah, cool. There was there was inspirations from all different I places. Forget. I thought the compendium I didn't get too far into the game, but I thought the the way they carried out the system was very well, very well done. Like it, it, I understood what I was trying to do, and I really wanted to do it. The problem is I didn't get far enough into the game to do anything I wanted it to do. I was like, oh, I want this one, but I'm not high enough level, so I'm just gonna keep. So we will get to time. that. How that's kind of an interesting thing when you play Did that the happen first far, farther than it should have. Did you have to keep your main persona for too long? No. So what happens is like you. To you can buy personas, and depending on the level, they're more expensive. You know, whatever level they are. However, and you look at it, and you're like, "There's no way I can get these super high personas until like the end of the game," and that kind of sucks because I don't have much time to use them. Um, all your compendium carries over to New Game Plus, so when you get into New Game Plus, they're all there from the beginning, and you your money also carries over. So one of the really cool things about Persona Four, you know, and Persona Four Golden is that New Game Plus. You can literally go right into the Velvet Room and just buy all these cool personas that you created uh, in the first your first playthrough, and then you just have like these souped up personas, and you're just going through like the initial dungeons, and you're just like wrecking everything. So it's really kind of cool. Let me take that what? back. 
Um, if you have to wait till the new game plus to do that, then I don't like it. No, I mean you There's can no get way. you get them in the first one, but you just it's just like most games. You don't get the good, the really great ones until the end, and you don't have much time to use. You know, because you only have basically yeah. the last say quarter of the game to use them. Well, that's but saying. you don't get I to saw... use them for like the whole time, and it's a fairly lengthy game. So, but new game plus you get to use them, which is a really great reason for New Game Plus is that you get to use them the whole, you know, whatever hours it'll take you to finish New Game Plus. Well, that's what I was saying. I saw exciting personas that I wanted to use, but I, they were too high level for me. So I was assuming that I would no. get into them shortly in, into the, oh, maybe yeah. like 30 hours into the game. As long as that's... It depends on which ones. Certain ones you won't get until almost the very end. Um, but you won't be able to see those in the beginning. Oh, oh, damn it. Go ahead, Esteban. <laughs> you brought it up, so explain Teddy to us. <laughs> Teddy, Why is everybody Teddy's an annoying character. We'll, come, we'll come back to characters in yeah, a second. I, I want to keep going on personas. Um, I did want to bring up the big difference between um, Golden and the original persona is that when you're doing pers- uh, melding in the... Com- uh, fusing. Fusing. Persona fusing. In Golden, you actually get to choose the... Um, abilities that are inherited by the next one and in the original it was completely random that and so blows. there are a bunch of missions around Margaret where you need to get specific abilities on characters and you just had to like redo it and redo it and redo it and it was way better in Golden it really made that That's whole process the social link there. can I call you a nerd for using melding as opposed to fusing Okay. like a mind meld maybe yes, I'm the nerd can. because I picked up on that yes you can Okay, it's, it's accepted. Um, well, I don't know, but... Okay, so be- fine, I'm a nerd, yes. <laughs> Before we drop off our conversation on personas, I kind of want to... If you had to guess at what your favorite persona would be, what would it be, starting with Esteban? Favorite persona from the game? Yeah. Uh, you only know, like, liked... two, so... No, 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 no. I, I, I really liked... Uh, was it Rize's? The, the one that had... That put goggles on her and, and let her, like, Scan the battlefield or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, that that looked pretty cool. So yeah, when we get to characters, that'll be an interesting thing to talk about. All right, Rize, because actually, yeah. how she has her she's scanning abilities, Rift, basically. Yeah, that's that's what it looked like. Brian, yeah. what you got? I don't know if it's fair because I I I platinum, so I had to get to one of the trophies to platinum the game is get all of you know like I have created at least all of the personas, so sure. I know all of them. Are you asking me just to pick which one I like the favorite? Yeah, what do you like? I mean, and the, why? the obvious answer is Izanagi no Akami because he's just the strongest one in, in the whole game. All right, Alberto, what you got? You know mine. Get Alberto. Cool. Polly? Did we ever figure out what that uh, guy na- guy's name was, the uh, red herring that asked Yukiko out a couple of times? No. Yes, we will uh, was, uh, answer Mitsuo, that. Yeah. Right? All right. Uh, his, I thought his persona was really cool, how he like uh, made the main character go into a whole nother like future world where he was all very confused and things like that. I thought that was a neat power. Um, I actually really liked Yukiko's the, the kind of the whole red and the fan thing just kind of really worked for me. I thought it you was mean really cool. the first, not the evolution version. Uh, they both kind of did the full thing. The first one was the red one, which yeah. It's it's interesting because like right now that we're talking about this, I really want to go back and play this game right now. Oh, I'm absolutely going to go back and play the game. Like, I liked the game. I just didn't have time to play yeah. it at all. I want to I play this game through, long, throughout it will a long take you, of time. Even just if you try to mainline the game and not do every little side thing, um, it will take you 
minimum 60 to 80 hours, probably closer to 80 hours. It's a race to doomsday. Yeah. But I'm not I'm not in a rush. Like I, I want to play this game over a long period of time. That's what I mean. Like you you would have to play it's, it over. It's a oh. very well done JRPG. All right, so the next thing I wanted to bring up is the characters and social links. This is a huge part about playing the game, and I know you guys saw some of it in the anime. And this is where I'll check out, because I got none of that. So <laughs> let's start with you. What is your favorite... You're serious. Okay. What is your favorite character? And tell me as much about them as you possibly can. So really the only character that got any amount of backstory was Marie. Uh, everybody else was kind of... Even, even you... Uh, was kind of just glossed over and and there was some indication that, that they were friends and there was some indication that, that they all went to the same school. There was some indication that one of them was a lot older than the others. Um, but other than that, Marie was the only one that got any, any amount of backstory. Tell me as much about Marie as you can. We are going to make people break their phones. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll all go around. But just starting with Esteban, tell me everything you can tell me about Marie. So this girl kind of showed up out of nowhere. Um, she, at the beginning, had uh, amnesia. Um, she didn't really know where she came from or even if Marie was her real name. And you kind of takes her under his wing and, and, and uh, presents her to, to his other friends uh, at the school. And, and they all start you know, liking Marie and then hanging out and creating new memories, which is was a real big thing for for Marie that she wanted. Since she didn't have any old memories, she wanted to create new ones. So Marie is a character that was newly introduced in Golden. Oh, so that's why she got a fucking backstory. <laughs> um, we we didn't we we didn't get any of that backstory or introduced to her at all. So that's that's why. Have I mentioned that Golden sucks? <laughs> So, so tell me more about Marie. What? She's brought under Yu's wing. Yeah, brought under Yu's wing. Where does she come from? We don't know. We have no idea. Uh, she, she, the first time that we see her, she shows up in the Velvet Room, and Margaret kind of says, you should take this person and be friends with them. Have fun. Did you get anything about her poetry? Oh, yeah. She gets really pissed off when we read her poetry. Okay, like good. really, she really like, pissed off. Swears all yes. kinds of dirty ways yes. at, the, at you. <laughs> yes, she's like, "Damn it, fucking moron, bitch! Don't read my fucking poetry ever, ever, ever." She's got some nice run-ons that are like, "Piece of shit face." Yes, they're just like it's one like, word. Like, yeah, like three or four words smushed in the bonnet. We, uh, yes. Um, so she gets really mad. Her poetry is actually not bad. Did um, you see the up... part where she becomes a boss? Yeah, at the very end. Um, so at some point in the anime, she disappears. And not only does she disappear, but her memories and everybody else's minds also disappear. And we're kind of left with this I mean, hole. memories of her. Yes, memories of her. Uh, we're kind of left with this hole in their minds of like, oh, you know, th there's this specific scene where they go on a, uh, on a fundraising concert. Um, to save one the shops of one of the other characters, and uh, Marie is actually the one that that actually sings in this concert at the beginning because the the Rize, which is was supposed to be the the one that actually was the front for for this band that they just created in a couple of days, which is kind of hilarious, um, got caught in in other things, but 
after after this event where where Marie's memories disappear from everybody else's minds, um, they're like, oh, so what did we do before Rize finally got there? Like, how how do we manage that? Were we just playing by ourselves? No, that doesn't make any sense. And there's a couple of a couple other of these instances where they try to go back and 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 remember what the hell happened, and they were like. There's something missing here. She's kind of retconned into the story. That's, that's only, interesting. Like reverse that's retconned. interesting because that never, yeah. none of that ever happens in the game. Yeah, that's new to us. That's the well, only that's, that's good part about this they fucking anime. Make fun <laughs> of themselves for adding a whole character to a story. Hmm. Yeah, no, no. It's uh, now that I know that it's very introspective yeah. and and kind of cool. But so we 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 see these pictures and the way the pictures are framed. There's a hole in the middle where Marie is supposed to be, but she's not. So that's what they use as the evidence of, of like, hey, we're missing somebody. We, we, we've all forgotten about this person. For you two guys, didn't the pictures have a lot of like a Danganronpa feel to them? Is that just me? What pictures? Oh, yeah, where, where they just Like start, pictures of the yeah. group and you're like, hey, there's a bunch of these wacky, completely disparate, interesting people all getting together and being in... That's a very. It's, I mean, the only I, pictures I remember from the game were just very Japanese, very anime pictures, where it's like the group is taking a picture, and like there's usually one of the guys who's you know like, but you know usually it's like in this case it's Yosuke and Chie who like have a thing for each other, but they also argue because it's like they can't express their feelings, so they're like looking at each other and fighting while the picture is going on, and the main character is kind of just sitting there smiling, and then one of the other people is like doing like one of these things with like the hands stretched out, and you know. Um, but I didn't yeah. think of it. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but I didn't really think. Um, like I didn't. We didn't have the pictures. I guess they must have done that because they didn't have the ski trip in the anime, right? In no, Golden? they 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 had the ski trip. Oh, okay. Not I was wondering the, because in the original they, anime. Yeah, well, yeah, because yeah, Marie wasn't in it. Um, right, right, right. So, so. But they did have the ski. Oh, that's interesting because I was wondering maybe if they just needed a way to explain that Marie's gone and look, we have to find her. Cause... Right. So, so the first half of the anime, Marie's there. Um, so we see all of these events. We see the the, the concert. We see the the mm. other stuff. And she doesn't that, do the anything in the beach, concert the... either, or the beach. She's at the concert, and they kind of talk about her being really watching the concert. You missed that part. Right? You didn't play the whole game. Yeah, no, Did you, you even play this game? No, yeah. I'm no, no. <laughs> you only played a hundred. You let me make a sentence. I could say yes. I know she was at the concert. She didn't sing in the concert. Oh no! In the anime, in in Golden, she she's actually the front, like the the actual singer and the lead guitarist of of the band. Oh no! The first in the game, the main character is the lead guitarist, and Risei actually sings. Mm. Yep. Interesting. So so Marie is. Did you guys have the concert in? The original? I don't There was no. a beauty pageant. Huh. I didn't get a beauty pageant. We'll talk about the beauty Thank pageant God. in a bit. Uh, uh, beauty pageant. Cross-dressing beauty pageant. Actually. Anything else? Well, the beauty hilarious. pageant doesn't concern Marie, so I guess maybe that's Anything why I skipped it out of gold. Anything else about Marie that you right, think so, is so, important? So, you know, I was getting to the, to the ski trip where, where they, they eventually realize that they're missing a person, and you gets into a crazy accident going down the mountain or whatever, and he falls on flat on his ass you guys don't know what the hell i'm talking about that's nope awesome. that's specific to the anime <laughs> so so he eventually finds this uh this uh log cabin and inside of the log cabin that now i'm i'm getting assertive faces uh inside of the log cabin there's this really old crt monitor um and eventually television but sure crd tv in contrast to an lcd is what i was getting at or Anyways, an led sure it's not a five panel or plasma 
You guys are killing me here. <laughs> or an OLED. <laughs> Actually, there's also this. It's a curved OLED. Sure. So, you falls flat on his ass, and d- d- going down the mountain on the ski trip, eventually he stumbles, he kind of sees a mirage of Marie as he walks down uh, this like super snowy and, and, and stormy uh, path. Um, he doesn't get to her. Uh, he wakes up in a, in a cabin um, with all of his friends, and in this cabin there's a, there's a CRT TV, an old TV, um, and then you know, they finally uh, realize that it's, it's actually turned on without being powered, just like they, the original TVs were back at their, at their hometown. Um, and when they... Uh, you hears this voice. I believe it's Margaret's voice, but it's kind of unclear. Um, yes, it ends up being Margaret. But... Yeah, so it ends up being Margaret. He, they go through through the TV, and there Marie is uh, is transformed. She has one eye as a as a shadow eye, and the other eye is normal. Um, and we see that she has created this world isolated from the rest of the of of the known universe. Where she's, she's trying to, to take on the fog into herself to kind of sacrifice herself to save the world oh she so in the anime she had as soon as you kill both of the previous bosses she ingests all of their fog because the the way it's presented is that the two previous bosses uh ex, ex like expel the fog and it is her job to ingest it so that it doesn't get out of balance so with the with the two previous bosses being uh, vanquished, then there is no more fog for her to ingest, and she that's why the town the town's fog is lifted. <laughs> um, and I'm still getting blank stares because nobody knows so, what the hell I'm talking about. That was a, that's what it's she mostly said. There, the same, the game players it's mostly the same. Well, it's different in the game. It's it's a little. I mean, it's mostly the same gist, but it happens differently. I don't know. So in the game, you you're on the ski trip. And, um, you're, you know, basically Rize is like how Rize is in the game. Like she, most of the game, she's basically like trying to get you, you know, by herself. And, um, yeah, she so, has the huts for you. Yes. We, so, we, we and then there's that. other characters, you know, the other characters end up skiing or snowboarding with each other. Um, and then for the last day, um, it, it asks you like, okay, this is the last day. Who do I want to spend the, the time with? Um, I don't know what you will, if you picked it. I, I only picked Rize cause I just picked Rize, but I don't know if you picked anybody else, but um, did, you, did you try? Either you, Rize or Yukiko, I can't remember which okay. one. So I picked Rize and um, both times, new uh, regular and new game plus, and um, it's sort of the same, except you doesn't like fall down skiing, it's just like they're both skiing, and then this huge blizzard comes in, mm-hmm. and like they're trying to take shelter, like they fu- they're trying to find somewhere shel- to take shelter, and then they find this log cabin, and then they're like in there, and they start a fire, um, and then they, you know, like they see they see this kind of like light, and they go to investigate. And then like all the other characters come in, and they're like, "Oh, you know, you know, we're we, right around the corner." Basically, yeah. <laughs> this is the storage shed. Yeah, this <laughs> is the storage yeah. shed next to the um the hotel. And then they're like, "We only waited because we thought you guys were, you know, like we thought Rize was trying to get you alone to, you know, basically implying like to have sex." Yeah, you know. Um, and they're and they're like, "No, we weren't doing that," you know. And then they're just sitting around, and Chie is like next to the TV, and she gets like yanked into the TV, and you oh. all your characters, all your friends, and you try to help uh, out by pulling it back, and then 
as you're all getting, you know, like one grabbing the other, everybody gets yanked into the TV. Yeah, no, it happens completely differently. The TV just just turns on and is like covered or surrounded with lightning and whatever. And you, being you and being stupid, he goes and runs to the TV and because he's hearing. Oh, so yeah, that's completely he, different. Like, yeah, he's okay. hearing both Marie and and Margaret's voices, and and he goes in, and then everybody else uh, follows him. So you don't hear any voices; you just get yanked in, and then when you're in, you, everybody like kind of like comes to, you see Margaret, and then that's yeah. where like. Um, everybody's like, "Who's this?" And then you, and then you, the, being the hero who have seen her in the belt room, like, "Oh, it's my friend." And they're like, "What?" And she's hmm. like, "Oh, it's Margaret." And then she's like, um, "So when you when uh, you get to the Hollow Forest, which is the name of the place, you uh, you is with Margaret off on one section, and then groups of two or three other characters are in different sections of the Hollow uh, Forest." Okay, so that never happens. It's all just um, you, you're and, playing another dungeon, so everybody just. You yeah. play your group together. So it's it's up to uh, Rize to actually navigate them all to the same location. And when they navigate yeah. to that, yeah, to that just central kind of like location... Thing they, I guess they can do in the anime. Yeah. When they got to the central location, then uh, uh, Marie shows up and, and, you know, she's like, why the hell are you here? I, I you know, I erased your memories, basically, to, to make you forget about me because I want to die. Okay, so we were talking about characters. Yes. So that was Marie. Thank so you for the I will come... <laughs> very good explanation of Marie. Very good, really? Very. That's going to happen yes. sometime. <laughs> Polly, why don't you tell us about Teddy? <laughs> tell us about Teddy. Te- uh, tell I me like... everything you know about Teddy. Well, hold on. Are we still doing your favorites? Because that was supposed to be Esteban's. <laughs> <laughs> I think we kind of... Yeah, Esteban is, Esteban's favorite character was obviously Teddy. But, you guys um, can share Teddy if you want. No, <laughs> Teddy isn't my favorite character. I just thought he was a, he was a good uh, comedy character for for. Yeah, he's comic relief. Yeah, but his voice is just. Tell awesome. me, what's Teddy's backstory? Teddy's backstory, uh, you find out uh, towards the end that he was a shadow who. Um, I don't yeah, know if he kind of dreamed of being a human or forgot who he was and and just wanted to be a human and he he started having like a more non shadow thoughts non dark thoughts I guess that would be or something like that but um pretty much he's uh you guys uh, your crew meets him in the TV world he's the only character there that's not uh um, not trying to violent you. towards you um and he's super cute he's kind of awesome um. What's weird about him? He is a well. If you're listening to this, you've played the game, so you know what he looks like, right? But he's, he's a, a stuffed animal. He's like a yeah, a large a mascot looking mascot. thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, he has nothing inside, so you take off the costume, and he's just empty. Um, and then later, until in the game. later on in the game, when he becomes some kind of an androgynous, uh, his he gets an ego. excited person his him getting a persona is like the reverse of everybody else in the game yeah where i also thought his persona was really really cool too the big old fat like just blimp so, looking thing yeah <laughs> it was just an eye that sucks you in, that's a like, good description the big old fat blimp looking thing. it was like a humongous most <laughs> makes sense yeah. most personas were like a character that attacked you but this one was just this humongous thing that kind of sucked it had like a big old <laughs> missile yeah yeah, oh, he wrote. Could be different mm-hmm. in the game and the anime. You know the big old missile? Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, he he had a, yeah, he had a big old missile that he like. Oh, uh, the persona I was talking about. Yeah, like the persona, the, the not, shadow not version of the, you know. So I just want to point out that Teddy wears the suit in the real world. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes he wears the suit. Yes, in the real he world actually wears he gets, it. He gets very nervous when he's not wearing <laughs> the Fuck suit. You. 
Well, actually, he also, uses he it says, also to as says his job at Juness because he becomes a mascot. For so I, I love it. Like at the at the end of the anime, when things are sad, like he's he's convinced like um, it's his fault that everybody's dying and yeah. Na- Nanako died. Well, she died for a little bit and then she came back. But spoiler alert: no, we're we're way into this. <laughs> um, he's saying like. He's pretty much saying that he wants to die, but he's still throwing in the bear puns, and I gotta just appreciate the, the shit out of that. It's great. It kind of like just lightens it up a little bit. So apparently, that's that's uh, almost exclusively in the in the dubbed version, because the really? sub version has a tiny hint of it, but not no, to I the extent. The version. I didn't he, watch he the dub version. Them. Okay, so maybe he, in, in he Golden he's not. constantly Ah, uh, you and know. your Golden version. Yeah. I, I didn't watch the dub version. I watched... Uh, golden is a lot lighter. I watched 24 and a half episodes of the uh, uh, the subtitle version. Oh, 24 and a half? Yeah, oh, because you didn't finish it. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I'm like, there's a half an episode? You... <laughs> yes, there's a 13-minute there's a episode. So would you call... Teddy's kind of like the ladies' man, right? It's, yes. Well, he's also the man's man. Like you, he, he ladies he man, care. man's man, all about town. He, he yeah, does, uh, he's he's constantly he care. teasing everybody about sexuality. Also, he's like the the cool thing about the character is he gets to go to the human world. He's very excited about it, and uh, he gets real excited when you tells him he could stay there forever. Unfortunately, he believes that's what's causing the fog and things forever, like that. Forever, ever. Yes, pretty much. Um, Sensei. I'm going to stop playing with the stuffed animal of Teddy that I have now because uh, I'm thinking about him too much, apparently. But uh, I think he's a really cool character. It's neat how he gets to like experience the real world. He, like He's never been to the real world, and that kind of defines him as a character. He's excited about everything. Like um, I-, I thought he was fun. He was my favorite character, but I thought he was a real fun character. We'll come back to your... Hopefully come back to your favorite in a second here. All right. So the character I want to talk a little bit about is Rise. Rise was probably one or one of the two of my favorite characters. She is um, so in Japan they have this concept of idols, just kind of like a child star kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. It it doesn't quite translate very to U.S. culture as well, but it's kind of the same thing, or it's kind of it's a big deal in Japan to be yeah. Usually like they're an very idol. pop starish, but it's like on a whole mega level. Like they're like adored by millions of people whereas like a pop star here like a you know um, Britney Spears Christina Aguilera at their prime you know maybe has a, a decent following like they are com- completely idolized hence the term idol and and it can be even more I mean and they do more things than just sing yeah. like they do sh- movies and shows and they make appearances all over the place and, and their fans will like be super obsessed yeah, and like obsessed. know their cup size and like all kinds of crazy weird shit yeah there's a lot of Japanese stuff that is very well, I mean, like, the, a lot of that was, like, the Beatles and stuff like that, too. Like, there just hasn't been that big pop stars in America since the Beatles and Elvis and things so like that. So it's almost like, like a... Same kind of following. It's like a, a piece of the culture. Like, people will go through being idols. There's, like, a whole bunch of them. And, like, they'll have their own set of fans. And and it's just a thing there. So she um, is a... Basically, she comes to Inaba as she's retiring from being an idol she's tired of living she feels like she's giving off this fake personality and she wants to come back down to the real world and and over the course of the game 
um, her former managers coming back and trying to convince her, no, no, really, you're this amazing pop star. You really need to come and go back to being the super idol that you are. And um, she's fighting with, is this is this really me? Is this a fake me? And then over the course of the game, she realizes, oh, it's just another aspect of what it takes to be me. And near the end, she decides that, yes, she wants to go back and uh, become an idol again. Um, she's also the character who is the um, love character and totally goes overboard trying to be the main interest, main love interest with the character. Um, and she's probably one of my favorites next to Yukiko. Who would you say your actual char favorite character is? I hope we haven't mentioned him already. Polly. Polly. Um, I would definitely say Kanji is my favorite character. Why is Kanji your favorite character? Kanji is my favorite character because uh, I almost like just jumped on it and said because this. No, um, Kanji is my favorite character because he's like he he's a very different character. Um, he comes across first as this like uh macho machismo macho, um bully that like he beat up a whole biker gang and took over the gang and he has as a freshman all by like himself <laughs> yeah um uphill then, both um, ways in the you, snow as you get to know the character he he develops quite a bit um he has a lot of like um fear about possibly being homosexual because he's attracted to one of the characters that um uh, and then he's also he's into like sewing and textiles and he's got this super soft inside right sorry well yeah his 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 family was a textile uh, had a textile company and he enjoys making like knit um uh, kind of like plush animals but knit animals i guess um you would say um but that's not the the main reason i like them the main reason that i was a big fan of kanji is um one of the things that annoyed me about the game and the the anime a lot was um when the characters uh, confronted their uh, shadow selves, their id, their their the things they were afraid of inside. Um, everybody was like really um kind of dumb about it. They were all like, "No, that's not me. You're not the real me." And all this thing, all these like started crying because like I would never say terrible things about a friend. And it was just it felt really unrealistic to me. But um, his character like at one point says like, "I already knew all those things about me, stupid." just shut up and like yeah you're part of me of course would you stop it now because i'm trying to like my life um i thought that was really cool um i thought they they did his character very well um he oftentimes throughout the story he would be the blunt character that like if people were like tiptoeing around an issue he would just go out and say it um and i thought that was that was really neat so that's why i liked him more than do you think he's gay characters he might have some homosexual tendencies, but I don't know. I don't think it's actually like clarified. What do you think, Esteban? Do you know? Are we talking about the uh, supposedly older? He's the older one of the group. He's, he's actually younger. He's younger a freshman. He's, he's a, the taller one. White same hair. With, same with Rize. She, he's got a scar on his face. He's. Does he wear a speedo when he goes to the beach? Yes. Yes. Okay, then yes. Uh, he's know, bigger, I, but he's actually younger. Right. But but everybody jokes that he's older, at least on the on Golden. You should yeah. watch Golden. Okay, he they might, don't do that in the game at all. Be in the younger class, it's possible. It's not implied. He's that definitely in the game. a freshman, or at first year. Yeah, no, and in Golden, everybody jokes that he's he's like, like he gets flustered at one point because every like every, someone's making a, a a joke about older people, and he gets like self-bitten and it's like why are you implying that i'm older it's anyways 
Um, no, I I think I don't know. Golden had so little kind of, about him that I I really don't know. Just kind I really, of young I, and confused. I totally kind of thought heavy. that the character was gay when they introduced him. Um, and I thought that was cool. And then like they made it even more like complicated, which I thought was really cool for that time in people's lives where they're trying to figure out their sexuality. Yeah, I really like that. that it's not just um, okay, he's this way or he's this way. It's like he doesn't know. His, he thinks maybe one way. His and shadow then, self was yeah. like very homoerotic and things like that. Like, um absolutely like Yeah, it I mean it's so implied that way. And then like everybody said they accept him, so he was cool with it and he was like, Maybe I am gay and that's all right. And then, like, later on in the game, it was kind of messed up. The, the other kids are kind of teasing him, like, oh, we don't want to sleep with you. Are we safe? And things like that. Which is what kids would do in that situation, I, I, I believe. But um, I thought it was cool the way they handle it in the game. And then he's... It's not even like he's relieved once he finds out the person he thought was a boy that he has a crush on is a girl. Um, it's just like he... Um, he kind of, like respects girls more after that like he didn't understand girls until he he met this one girl hmm. I, I thought the character was very nuanced although it was as you said the machismo character the brute character i thought like the way they introduced him was totally different than the one how he turned out and i thought that was really neat do you, do you have any opinions on kanji's sexuality brian um i mean yeah i mean it's been pretty much stated i don't know if there's much to add um yeah, they they definitely implied the beginning that he, you know, like it's at the level is the bathhouse. It's a steam, you know, like there, you know, like a steam room bathhouse, um, and like the shadow self is clearly like playing the, you know, like the opposite, playing somebody who is like afraid to come out as being gay, um, and then it's kind of like accepted, um, and then there's the whole implication with Naruto, who you think is a guy, and you know, when you're actually originally um, trying to... So in the game, it's kind of like you meet the new character that's going to be in your group. You have a little bit of real-world story with them. And then they get kidnapped. Then you go save them in the dungeon, and then they join your team. So uh, when Kanji, when you first introduced to him, Naoto was also kind of there, but you don't really know who he is. You just see this person who comes in, and like, like Kanji sees him, and he kind of like tenses up and then he runs away so you're kind of like oh like maybe he's into him and then you, then you find out that you know it's the 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 shadow version and you're like okay yeah he's clearly into guys um but then as it's mentioned you find out eventually later that naruto's a girl and they kind of keep it going still and there's a scene in the the the, uh, the ski um section of, of golden uh which is in february uh where uh it's a you know it's a video it's a um you know cutscene. Um, and they're skiing, and uh, Kanji and Naruto are together. Like you know, everybody kind of pairs off here with the the main characters with Rize, uh, Chie, and Yusuke are s snowboarding. So like Naruto's really bad at skiing, and that's like one of her things that like people are like everybody's like, oh, how could you be bad at skiing? You're great at everything. And she's like really bad, and she's stumbling, and Kanji's like trying to help her, and Kanji's like facing up the mountain trying to like you know okay come to you know like ski down to me and she's like stumbling and she like basically falls into him and like her chest falls into his face and he gets one of those like as i think um i don't know if it's alberto or, or uh, paulie was saying before the nosebleed um so he kind of you know so it's kind of like you're not really sure is it just he's confused or is it kind of um still implied um when, I mean, when we get to Naruto, we can. There's an interesting thing with the social link where you can kind of 
at the end, it's when it's the only character you can kind of do it. You can kind of choose whether to make uh, her like more masculine or more feminine. Hmm. Um, so I don't know if because of of the fact that you can actually choose, maybe they're they're still keeping it like she's, you know, they're trying to be the male person so that her detectiveness can continue. Um, and that's maybe why they're continuing with Kanji, and maybe he is supposed to be gay, or maybe he's just confused, like Will was saying. So I remember when we played Danganronpa, and yeah, slight spoil, slight slight spoilers for that game. Um, you seemed like when we talked about the female in anime Japanese media, the character that seems like is a guy and turns out to be a girl, you felt like that was a really tired trope when we were talking about it in the context of that game. Um, well, I was thinking about this game when we were playing that game, and so I was kind of, kind of nodding and agreeing with you. What was your opinion on that when you saw it crop up here? Did, you th- did it seem tired again? Was there a different aspect of it with the relationship with kanji or did you did you have any thoughts there no i mean i, I didn't i mean it, it is a oh i mean it's you know back to what we were talking about before where i'm saying like the way the characters are i mean it's very japanese it's it's done very much as a anime as a, as a show or manga or game is done um they used the classic tropes one of them is that there's a character who's um Usually, it's a male character who is, uh, you know, very effeminate. Uh, in this case, uh, they did the opposite, which um, which is that it's a female character who tries to be male, which I thought was pretty interesting um, because of, and, and the reason that, that Naruto does it, which is because that uh, the whole gender inequality and in that uh, she wants to be a detective because her whole um, family is a, you know, is in a line of detectives. Um, and that the only way people will take her seriously is if she's more of a man because one, she's already a high school student. So adults don't want to listen to high school kids. And then two, she'd be female. So they really don't want to listen to her. Um, having said that, I know what you mean. It, it, it is used, you know, it's again used and it's, um, but I didn't particularly care, um, either way about it in this time. I don't know about you. I mean, in this case we have both. We have we have the the implied uh, male character is actually female, and then the implied, or in this case, kind of androgynous character that tilts more towards male, which is Teddy. Hmm. He he likes girls a lot. Too. Oh, so it's interesting because yeah. I don't really consider Teddy to to be like effeminate. Like you know, I don't think that he like at least in the game. Even of like the concepts of him winning the Did you see him win the cross-dressing beauty pageant? <laughs> like Yeah, but that's just I think he turned on every guy. <laughs> oh, no. I think it was just more because he was like into it and and you know, like people were just voting for him because nobody wanted to vote for like, you know, like the regular guys. So they all just picked Teddy because it was just Teddy. You know, like um and he's kind of into these things because he just, he's like you guys were saying before, he's excited about being in the real world. And it's just like, yeah, sure. I'll do just it. Like, life is fun. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I didn't think it was more like he was like, oh, cool. A beauty pageant. I can, you know, um, dress up as a woman, which is what I want. You know, it didn't seem like that. It seemed like he was just more into, um, and there was other things too, where he's just more into like more being. more in the anime because he totally says a lot of things. Like most of his motivations are about flirting with people. Like yep. he's like, can I flirt with you to to guys and girls? If oh, this, see, in the in the, in the game, it was like all that. it was all women. Like he would constantly hit on Chie Rize and Yukiko, like all the time. Yeah. 
Um, but he didn't really flirt with any of the guys. He used to. He would make fun of them. Like there'd be times like he would make fun of Yosuke. Like, oh, so that's why you haven't had a date in you know whatever time. And then Yosuke would get mad and like you know chase him or whatever. Um, so while we're talking about it, Brian, why don't you tell us about Naoto? Uh, well, I mean, I pretty much summarized most of her. Um, so yeah, uh, she her she comes from a family of detectives. Her grandfather, especially, who she idolizes and who she lives with. Um, and she's really smart and really great at detective skills. However, to be taken seriously, um, because she's female, because she's a high school student, nobody listens to her. So she dresses more like a man and tries to act more man so that people will take her as a man and will be more receptive to, um, giving her cases and stuff to work on. So, uh, you're initially, when you meet her, you think she's a man, um, and when you go through her dungeon at the end, um, eventually it comes out, you know, the character actually, the shadow version of herself is um, what is basically saying, like, I want to get, you know, like, it's almost like, um, I don't know if people have seen, I've never seen the show, but I don't know, but I know about it, Nip Tuck, where it's like this, like, plastic surgery. And it's kind of like, that's what's happening in to the shadow thing. Like, I want to get all these things changed about me. And then uh, you find out that reason is because... Yeah, he is actually she um and then you know um she joins you and when you go through like her social links you kind of realize you come to realize um what uh she goes through with you know uh, being a detective and how um you think somebody is after her and you know and you can you know and you work with her to kind of solve this kind of like pseudo case that ends up being put on by um i guess that's like the butler of their house it's somebody who kind of like the caretaker of the house that works um hmm. and I never actually went through her social links so oh yeah so yeah there's a lot of us i miss it yeah i mean i can go I'm later missing. when we go social links but um it's basically it's kind of cool like um like this guy just randomly grabs your the main character and is like give this note to naruto and you're like okay and then she, you know she looks at it and she's like oh this is trouble and then um there's all these things like you have to solve the case and um, you know, but it's like small things like, oh, you know, here's a question and figure out the puzzle. And um, if you do, like the social link goes up. If you don't, it goes up, but less points. Um, and then at the end, uh, the last thing of the, of the social link is, um, you know, uh, she's female. And just like the other females, they can all, you can date, you know, any one of them and or all of them. Um, and. Um, at the end, if you if you do decide to date her, you get a choice of making you know she's like, do you like my voice my voice more kind of masculine or more feminine? And you can choose, and then uh, she will start to talk the rest of the last part of the game more in a say feminine tone versus more of a male. In is that true in like the main scenes in the game too? Um, yeah, I mean the cutscenes are kind of still. Um, but she, you know, like you definitely can tell, like when the the main, like the regular gameplay, like it'll be more like uh, a feminine voice. Hmm. Um, it's already kind of like once you find out that it's a female, the, the voice actress that does her already does put more of female voice onto it. Um, but it's a yeah, it's a little bit more, which is, and it's kind of cool that you can kind of choose, um, you know, a little bit, um, like you know, either way. But that's basically her uh, her story, um. And she's just the super smart detective, and she joins your group because um, you guys are working on the case, and you know something that the cops aren't knowing, and, and she figures that out pretty quickly. Cool. Alberto, who do you want to tell us about? 
so at first, surprisingly, I thought it was going to be Teddy. Because, so when I started playing this game, like, the the anime that I found so many similarities with or that I kept just drawing to, no, 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 have, no, Have no, the Teddy plushie. No, no, The no. Teddy plushie is yours. I'm not going to hold Teddy. Yes. You um, should hold Teddy if you're going to talk about Teddy. Kiss the Teddy plushie. I'm not going to. You don't have to kiss it. Kiss the Teddy plushie. Please, please don't kiss it. <laughs> um, Teddy, Teddy's looking at you with those big, round, cute eyes. Actually, technically, his eyes are looking at me. Yeah, technically, this it looks like he's about to pee on, on me. Come on, guys. All right, so... <laughs> I, Actually, they're so looking like at Teddy. me. I associated it with Bleach, and I thought that Teddy was going to be the Neliel of this. Uh, for those that have never watched Bleach... Um, I haven't. When you go into so the the other world like the the TV world also made me think of the spirit world or Weko Mundo of where all the shadows were all the hollows were and Bleach, and when you get there, you meet this annoying character at first. Like she is just just has this like baby voice, really annoying. Walks you through the where you're going, and then at one point in time later on in the show, she becomes this badass fighter. And I was like, okay. Spoilers. Well, for Bleach, yeah. <laughs> true. I won't say how, but anyway. Badass fighter. And so I was like, maybe this will be Teddy. You know. Um, so so my, who do you want to tell us about? My actual favorite character was uh, Yukiko. Um, I, no, Bummer. Go ahead. I, I really wanted to talk about her, too. She's like the girl next door. But go yeah. on, tell us. Um, what uh, do you know about Yukiko? So, at least from what I gather with her, which is very little because of how much I played, um, like, she she reminds me of this person who, she's very family-centric, like, in the sense that, like, she cares about her family, she's helping out, but at the same time, she does have these dreams that she wants to do for herself, and, like, she wants to live her own life, but she has this conflict where she really doesn't want to seem like she's... Her tension is, like, a tension between her personal desires and her sense of responsibility to her family. Yeah. That particular tension, does that speak to you at all? It does. And so... uh, Does her family own, like, a hotel or something? Yes. yes. Okay. The Amagi yes. Inn. Oh, right. I forgot. <laughs> For a split second, I forgot that Esteban had played the... Or, like... Have a super <laughs> hazy <laughs> view of what the hell all these characters do. So once you start talking about them, I'm like, oh, that like three second piece. I, I assure so- you it is all explained in anything other than what you watched. <laughs> that that like three second throwaway line explains their whole entire backstory. Right. So this tension between responsibility to your family and responsibility yeah. or and your personal desires, you, you, you feel that personally as well? Yes, or? very much so. Um, Can you tell us more about Sure. Uh, I feel like this is going to be another Brothers <laughs> podcast. Um, so a very little known fact for me is the whole reason why I am in Washington was because I moved to um, live with my dad. And uh, when I was growing up, he was an alcoholic. So I don't know really if he still is. But anyway, when he when he moved to Washington, um, when, actually dialing it back, when we were back in Austin, no one really knew like when he was drunk and like I could always figure out when he was drunk just like, it was just I was very perceptive about it and so people would be like no he's fine I was like no something's wrong um so he moved to Washington and then like I would uh have conversations with him every now and then on the phone and like all the time he would be drunk on the phone and so at the end of 7th grade 
I told my mom that I was going to be moving to Washington and it hurt her a lot because it was like one of her own kids was deciding to move away from her and like almost choosing the other parent over her. And I was like, I just feel like he's getting more drunk right now because he doesn't have either of his kids with him. So I feel like if I go. So your decision to move to Washington was really that sense of family. Exactly. Um, and I did that for a while and then it wasn't until like for basically for about like nine years, um, kind of like all my motivation or like, I always kind of like lived for like trying to quote unquote help him or for lack of a better word, fix the problem. Um, and it took nine years for me to figure out that this was not something that I could fix. Um, and so that me actually moving on wasn't abandoning him, but it was coming to terms with like what is actually in my capabilities of doing or not doing. So Esteban, you kind of perked up when we were talking about this conflict about sense of responsibility to your family and personal interests. Is that something that that you deal with as well? Oh, no, 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 no. No, no. The only reason I perked up was that the, there were certain keywords there that led me to finally get the, the entire picture straight out in my mind of, of who this character was and what her motivations were. So... Yeah, the, the only reason I, I picked her was like, oh, her family owns an inn. That's why she wants, uh, like, when, when you invite all of them over to the, to the Christmas party, in her head, she's like, oh, this has to be a date. It's like, is this person really a good, a good mate for me? If I marry them, will they be good for, for me and my family? And like, oh, but you cooks. Yes, he can definitely do that. All right. Wait, I, I'm, I'm okay with this. And Yukiko is... Hands down, the worst cook, yes, ever. <laughs> there, there's a oh stew that that is God. purple at some point. I I don't know what the hell. Uh, did you Chia hear? Is about on the in, same level. Or, yes. In, <laughs> in Golden, did they explain why that stew, like what they put into that stew? No, they do. Oh my God! It's just so purple. It's, 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 they <laughs> so go into this like they go into the grocery store and it's Chie and Yukiko. Mm-hmm just trying to buy groceries and they're basically like taking snippets of advice that people gave them like one yeah. point she is like oh yeah i remember someone said like to add coffee to add flavor they basically buy like a little bit of everything yeah. in the store yeah. at, at the valentine scene um apparently the cooks in the kitchen let her buy or let the cooks make the chocolate for you but um, she's like, yeah, I really wanted to add my own thing. And she's like, it's black, so I wanted to add squid ink. I think that would really give a complexity of flavor. And you're just like, holy shit. <laughs> There's some of that in Golden with, uh, with the, the niece. Uh, she you know, creates this chocolate. Like, it's pictured as a little monster. It's about, yeah, it's about you know, six inches big and has a, a like, horrible face on it. It's, it's hilarious in that you is looking at it as as the horrendous thing that this that this little girl made but at the same time he feels so in love with it because the, the little girl made it for He's him like, uh, on the flip side of that there's a whole nother scene where they make rice omelets and everybody's rice omelet was terrible except for yous yep. but nanako um charmingly says why everybody's is special and says that she likes everybody even though she doesn't. <laughs> she's so adorable. Yeah. yeah, she's really adorable. So right. yeah, that's the only reason I broke that. So tell us more about Yukiko. What's what's her deal? Um, I mean, I I mean that there's okay, so there's that and then there's also like she's she's experiencing a lot of things new for the first time. So like one one that spoke out to me was when 
they're trying to um which they depict it actually a little bit differently in the game versus in the anime but when they're trying to figure out uh who like or like who's trying to kill kanji or like they think that he's gonna get abducted and they're trying to figure like first find the mystery there they split up in teams and you could go and you are together and she's like oh this is the first time i've ever been just alone with a guy before this is i i feel a little uncomfortable and like you was trying to almost like reassure her like oh, that's cool it's fine like whatever and so it's just it's almost like she's this girl that don't complain <laughs> don't worry you'll get used to it <laughs> she's just, she's she's experiencing the world like almost like for the first time and so, so those like, really yeah, she's kind nervous of... about her first boy crush thing yeah so those kind of tender moments spoke to you you think yeah it's like it's seeing it's almost like we think about that kind of only happening in little kids and it's for the depending on what it is like if it's not if it's not hurting the situation it's kind of cute to see that again with other people it's like oh yeah this is something that you normally learn as a little kid it's endearing versus like if someone's trying to pay bills or something and then they're like oh yeah i spent that all on this that's not funny <laughs> okay brian Be- before you go on to brian did did you have anything about her growth as a character did you, did you there was one scene that i remember from her um where she she decided that maybe she did want to kind of like um kind of take charge in the hotel and get back involved with it even though that's what she felt trapped with that i right. thought was real interesting yeah and i mean i feel like that almost like that kind of almost speaks to a bit where it's it's always a, it's a non-stop battle between that like having that like sense of especially if you have that like strong sense of family it's a non-stop battle that happens all the time and so it it made her more real of a character i feel i i totally thought that too i didn't appreciate the character until that actual scene though right like, all right i understand her now i thought it was interesting it was almost like the uh shit indiana jones what was the one with the what was the one with the Nazis? You know, the one with the Nazis? <laughs> oh, you uh, mean like all of them? The video game? Yeah. <laughs> Nazis are in video are you talking about... It's the, well, the, the Jones where if, if he does but... nothing, then it would have happened the exact same way. First. I think that's the second one, one, right? Three and fourth all have Nazis. Oh, no, the... Uh... We, we don't talk about Christmas. Yes, that was the second... Okay, so technically it was the second one, it's but canon. it was first in the storyline. But anyway... Temple of the, Doom, but yes. The point is... There's not her... Nazis in Temple of Doom? Huh? No, yeah. there's not Nazis in Temple. Oh, okay. Technically, no. Nazis. I mean, they're around. They're just not in the movie. What's, what's the face melting one? <laughs> well, they're just in the world. They're just not in the movie. Yeah. The Nazis existed while this movie was filmed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So back to the matter at hand. The thing is, from where she starts having this responsibility to take over the inn to where she ends choosing to take on the responsibility to have the to take on the inn, it's like. Nothing's really changed, but for her, emotionally, everything's changed. It went from her having no agency and being forced into this role to her realizing the world around her and making the decision to do the same thing. And so while nothing changes, everything changes. I thought that was really interesting. When she no longer felt trapped, she actually found an appreciation for what was kind of um, given to her or or what was laid out for her. Okay, Brian. Who do you want to tell us about? Uh, well, who do we have left? What's your favorite a whole character? Bunch of... Um, 
you. Hopefully not somebody we've mentioned already, but there's Nanako and Dojima, there's the sports guys, there's the drama mm-hmm. people, there's Oh, the second there's, there's the devil there's nurse, the there's hot teacher. The teachers, there's Yeah, I mean obviously none of those are my favorites. Um... Do, Dojima. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> I mean it, you can you can talk about somebody else that we've already mentioned if you want to add some stuff on that. Yeah, no, I mean, it's tough to think about who's my favorite. I mean, they all have things that kind of make them interesting characters. I all like bits and pieces of all of them. I don't know if I have a specific favorite. I can talk about other characters we haven't talked about. Sure. Um, so who haven't we... Uh, who, who do we want to talk about Let's next? talk about the Dojimas. Yeah. So, yeah, they're an interesting one. I don't know if you... First of all... Have you played this What's socially? the adults... What's Mr. Dojima's first name? Anybody? I know it. Uh, I, I always know it, and I always forget it. Uh, Nobody knows. Ryu? It's a Rotaru. Yeah, I was just saying or something. Yeah, Rotaru. Which I thought was interesting in that he's always referred to as Dojima. Well, that's how they do it. That's a Japanese thing. So yeah. you're always what you know, whatever your last name is. So you would be like Atkinson-san, mm-hmm. like um, which is just basically saying Mr. Atkinson. You know, it's the same thing as what we saying like Mr. Atkinson. I think the only place that that's actually referred to is like in the select menus and where you're actually saying yeah well because it's localized and we're playing the, the localized american version so they they don't say like the i mean sometimes they do use the japanese like um terms Senpai like a lot. yeah or current mm-hmm. or chan way too much yeah oh so you want to yeah. so there's some people that really resident, don't like the rize senpai, senpai and then there's some that Animist. really love it Animizer, like animosity. It's, it's fine for for a couple of them to call you senpai, but for everybody to call him senpai, and they're all the same age. Well, it's, no, it's that, that's the thing. So senpai is what is used for an upperclassman. So Rize and Kanje use it, and they use it when they're referring to any of the other groups of the characters. So in Golden, everybody re- uh, refers to you as senpai, which ticked me off. Yeah, that uh, maybe happen. that's in that's not in the game. That's not how it should be. So like. <laughs> Like, I know that's not Yos- how it should be. Yosuke, Chie are, are in your scene. Thank you. <laughs> Captain Obvious. They were referring to you as Sentai because you already played the game and watched right, the so, anime. So, so, so you is to. like uh, New Game Plus, so he's like 30 in, at this point, but he's exactly. still going through high school. Got it. So like Teddy uses <laughs> Sensei, but not Senpai in the game. No, but the only everybody people, does The only senpai. people that call Senpai, are, that use Senpai are... Uh, uh, you know, lower classmen than you, which is for the main characters is just um, Rize and Kanji. Uh, but yeah, back to Dojima. So I, I was going to ask, well, I don't know if you did the social links for him or Nanako. I think I got like nine on one and 10 on the, I think I got 10 on Rotaru and nine on Nanako. Okay. Got a max of what? 10. 10. Okay. So you did max. So, so you know the kind of interesting story about, um, so, so, Dojima's wife, um, you know, uh, was killed. So he was kind. Of, he's kind of left with in a car accident yes. in this really mysterious his circumstance. And he's always been trying to kind of solve. Like I think he's trying to solve the case, or if it was it was either that or they found the like they got the guy. But like he misses like the hell out of her, and he has trouble raising Nanako. So he ends up doing the. It's typical. like interfering with his ability to raise Nanako. Yeah, so he does the typical dad thing, and that leads him to drink. Uh, so he's, he usually comes home. Uh, he's, he's usually either, st- like, um, 
at work and buried in work because he doesn't want to deal with it at home. Or he comes home and he's drunk. There's a number of times um, where he's drunk and he just can't, you know, because uh, he can't deal with it. Sometimes he comes home um, in, I think one of, I think it was either number five or six on his social link. Um, he comes home and he, you know, like you're, or no, it's Nanako's one, sorry. You're having a great, like you're spending the social link with Nanako and you're having a great time. And then he comes home and, uh, Nanako's like, oh, dad, you know, you're home. This is great. And he's like, what are you doing up? You should be in bed. And he starts like yelling at her. And then she goes and like runs off. And uh, you have like a choice what to say to him. One of the things is like, you know, like, what are you doing? And then like, you, you kind of find out, you know, from that and from further on that like this whole, um, that Nanako's looking for like a, a, you know, a close relationship with her father and her father doesn't know how to deal with it uh, because of the fact that, you know, he's lost his wife and, um, it's just the two of them and he doesn't really, you know, like he's supposed to be like the, the guy, you know, and he doesn't know how to like raise a kid. And, you know, so it's I a very interesting. I like, so much for that whole part of it. I thought Nanako was like the best daughter anybody could possibly have. She was so sweet and respectful and everything like that. And he kind of just like whenever he could put his responsibilities off on you or just ran away and, and went somewhere else. I really disliked wow. him as a father. It was really. See, I yeah. didn't. I, I didn't get that at all. I mean, I, 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 like I got. The, it could have been an uh, just from the anime thing because the way he described the the scene where Nanako runs off, uh, runs away, um, was completely different than how it happened. In, uh, in it's like anime. I, I see the actions that you're talking about, but the like the motivations behind them seem completely different. It's like he's emotionally, he's going through these turbulent, troubled yeah. times. He's obsessed. With trying to find his wife's killer, and like yeah, he's I'm not sure if they if they solved that his daughter, and I don't I don't think we should. No, it's acceptable for him to do that. No, it's not, and cop. and like in the game, you can kind of call him out for that, um, and like he knows it. It's just that like he's such an emotional wreck from everything that like he. It's not that he is purposely doing this, and it's like oh, I don't care about her. It's more just. I can't. I don't know how to deal with it. It's not an ex- and it's not an excuse for how he's being. And again, you can you can call him out on it, uh, rightfully so. But it's just that he can't. You know where he is. He can't deal with it. And until you get to like maxing out their social links, and then they kind of come to this like, um, you know, um, like uh, closure together. Um, but I mean, even if you don't do the social links, like by the end of the game, they're really tight and they're always tight. Like he always looks out for her. He always takes her places. Like even, um, I think it's the new year's day when that he had the fireworks, like he leaves work early. He takes her, you know, to meet you guys at the, you, you and the rest of the, of the, um, of the investigation team at the fireworks. He takes her home early. So he's still like there. He's just the, not as there as you the thing think. is, it's like, he's totally doting on her. It's like, he. He's indirectly living his entire life for her. It's like he wants justice for the person who did wrong to her family. Like, that's his motivation. And it's just that he's got these blinders on and he's not seeing how his intense focus is really hurting the people around him. Yeah. Um, So it's kind of this tragic. It's what, like, when I say I hate him, that's what I mean. Like, I wanted to slap him and say, stop it. Like, look, look at what you're doing. Exactly. Um, yeah, actually, won't go too much into it. He reminds me of very much like my dad. 
um, on all those counts. But what I was going to say was one moment that I think that's, that really speaks to Nanako's character is when uh, Chie comes over and is like, hey, you, what are you doing today? Like, you want to hang out, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, okay, yeah, sure. And Nanako's almost like, or sorry, he doesn't say sure at first. He was going to hang out with Nanako because they were supposed to go on a trip. And then last minute, his dad, or her dad, was like, hey, you, can you tell her we're not going to be able to go, this guy. And this is in the anime. It's I forget if the reason's the same in the game or not. But, like, some other detective was sick, and they needed to finish the case, so basically he couldn't leave. Um, and so he was going to say yes almost to Chie, but at the same time was like, I kind of got to stay here. Like, I'm told Nanako I was going to hang out. They invite her to go hang out. They're at Junis. And, um, sorry, I forgot his name again. Um, the friend, the best Yosuke. friend. Thank you. Uh, they go to Junis, and Yosuke is kind of like making small talk with Nanako and Yosuke goes um it's really cute how Nanako's super into the every day's great at your June yeah, yeah that was awesome um yeah. he asks about her mom and uh she's like oh I don't have a mom and then like immediately like but it's okay I have a dad and he's great and I have a big brother and like everyone there is just completely like they don't like quite say it but like everyone's reaction is almost like there's this little girl here who just said that her mom is dead and she's coped with it she's fine with it like and it shows like she's there's even though she's a little girl she's been through more than some of the other people have by a lot she so i find nanako is a really interesting character in that there's stuff like she's doing laundry she's preparing lunch she's putting out the beds before she's like yeah she's she's doing all taking care of that household yeah this this tiny little like six-year-old kid is in some aspects the adult of the household oh completely there's i don't know about the anime but the game so you're playing you basically play out every day of the year i mean they they have parts where they, they skip like a couple weeks um but for the most part, you're playing almost every day of the year. And um, the days you're not at school, like, say, the weekends or, or like, holidays, um, you start out in your room, and then you go downstairs. And if you talk to Nanako, she'll, she'll be, like, she'll be at the TV, and she'll be like, oh, don't worry about the house. I'll, I'll watch it today if you want to go out. So, like, she's basically saying, like, I'll take care of everything here, and you just go out. And even, play. even you, like, the main character, you know, like, are just doing your own thing while she's sitting there taking care of like everything at the, you know. she even buys the groceries. Yeah. That's what I mean. She takes it, you know, yeah. it, there's parts in the same thing in the game too. Like you can, you can make lunches um, mm-hmm. and then have the lunch the next day with like one of your friends. And that really increases social, like your chance of a social link uh, increasement um, with whoever you have lunch with. And as long as it's good. And she's like, Oh, I, yeah. If you don't mess screw it up. Um, and you know, like, to make the lunch, you have to wait for her to like one of the days. Like, like, oh, I went to the store today. I brought all the stuff. If you want to make some, you know, like, so, so yeah, she's doing like yeah. all the work. So well. while we're talking about the lunches, um, when I first started playing this game on the PS2, like I would get to those lunch sections, and every single time, I would just fuck it up. I would the the ingredients didn't make any sense to me, and it was like pick this ingredients or pick this ship, pick this I know method. Where this is going. Yeah. How, Spoilers. Wait, how how, how old I, were you when you when you played? It on the PS2. <laughs> sorry, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, so this was mid twenties type, okay. type time frame, and so 
um, just recently, a bunch of the stuff that's coming up on podcasts is the Blue Apron. And so ever since I've been starting to do the Blue Apron, which is like this subscription service where they send you a meal and they send you a recipe card and you you like go through the recipe, like I've been totally understanding how food has been working far better. And ever since then, playing it in Persona, I've like gotten the answers right. Like 90% of the time, I was like so surprised, even to one of the ones that's like, um, how do you bread chicken? And it's like, I know the exact steps how to do that now. And it totally makes sense. And right. it's stuff that like, if I would have looked at it, I was like, there's no way in hell that would have worked. It would just been like soggy flour. Why would you do that? Right. And so all of a sudden, Blue Apron has really made me play this game better. And so that brings me to my next point. This podcast is brought to you by Blue Apron. If you, <laughs> <laughs> I was I was wondering there for a second. No, so, so no, like almost like, almost the same thing with me. Um, there were a couple of them, not as much because I I've been trying to cook more and more. But there was one where like it was talking about how it wasn't quite salty enough, and it was like, what should you add? And there were a couple of ingredients, and the only one that made sense to me was soy because I like for whatever reason. Yeah, you like heard, know that soy is a salty thing. Right, because like I would hear Nate in my head being like, oh no, I can't have this high sodium. I need the, the low sodium soy. And I was like, okay, doing soy. <laughs> and it worked. It was perfect. Polly, you seem like you in particular might be relating really closely with Nanako. I, I'm thinking of this because you were shouting out that there's no way that she could be dead as you were watching it. Um, what did you think um, about Nanako? I really like Nanako as a character. I, th- I think we brought up a lot of the points. Um, there was one thing uh, that st- stood out to me as you guys were talking about her um, taking care of the household. Uh, one part of the anime where she said, um, Daddy really misses Mom, and I I need to be strong to um, take care of Daddy. And that's like seems to be her main motivation. She's stepping up to be the mom figure in the household, which I thought was um, really messed up of her dad to impose on her, and he totally let that happen. That's that that was my biggest problem with Dojima. But Nanako was like a sweet, um, like the best uh, little sister you could possibly have. She took care, like you guys said, so did she took it... care of the household. And, and I I don't know if I think so or not. So let me just ask this question. Did it feel cheap when it was like, oh, let's kill Nanako? I was just thinking of that question, like, as, literally as you were saying that, like, one of my favorite dungeons is the one where she gets taken. And I don't know if you, you remember what it was called. Like, each dungeon has a name. I don't remember what the name of it is. Heaven. Oh, yeah. And as you're going through the dungeon, you hear snippets of, of her voice every level and everything's like, Oh, you know, Oh mom, you know, I, you know, I see you and you know, Oh mom, you know, like this and that. And you're just like, like it's totally going playing on that whole like tearjerker mentality of like, here's the, the sweetest kid you could have. The dungeon in particular really showed you that like before you see, this is a super strong put together little kid. And in the dungeon, you're like, no, She's really tortured and worried about her missing family. Yes, if it's cheap. I didn't think it was cheap. I mean, I thought it was like she was the best character you could possibly put in. Peril. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if they purposely but, leaned on that. And, and uh, same, but it's like same, point, same time as that. Um, I. But if they did, they did a great job. <laughs> I did. I didn't experience it through the game like you guys did. But that was the one. Uh, there, not that part. But uh, she is the one person in that series that. 
um, actually got me broken up. When she ran away, um, that episode yeah. actually like brought me to tears. Like I, that one was actually like very intense for me and things like that. Like because obviously I feel a little bit strongly about how she was neglected and things like that by her father. Like although it wasn't like up front, it seemed like a happy family. Like she had a lot of responsibility that shouldn't have been put on her. And like her running away was like a huge thing for me. When she got captured, like I kind of like didn't think that they would kill her. Um, I didn't want her to die, but at the same time, like I didn't like I wasn't as broken up as that the whole relationship thing with her. Like the reason I've, I've I'm I'm worried about it cheap, being cheap is it's like they set her up. She's the only like completely uh, yeah, but altruistic people... like the good heavenly character, and it's like Bird Dog, right? The only reason Bird Dog's in that game is to die. We all know that. How many of the main characters in this game? If they died, would you not care at all about though? Like, if anybody had died, like it would be pretty sad, except for Dojima. He would be fine. Fuck <laughs> you! <laughs> wow. <laughs> Cold hearted. So you know got who Polly's favorite character father, is. Father anyway. Um. Well, well, how did you? How did you? What was your initial reaction when when she was taken? I I was shocked, and I was like, "Holy crap! I can't believe this!" And then. When when I thought she was gonna really be dead, um, particularly because the way and this kind of goes into our the next topic, the way that there's like 17 endings, I really thought one of the endings she was just gonna be dead, and that oh, was gonna really? be the end See, I, of I, the game. I never thought they were gonna kill her because I was like, there's no way they're going to kill a like I guess she's supposed to be like what six years old or something, seven or something. She's like in elementary did, school. Did they kill her in the game? Because in the anime, they no. straight up like she was dead. She had a flat line. For like a good while, and she was like pretty much on a they slab. Said, that didn't happen. So, like, so oh, yeah, she's alive in the still, game, the, the doctor says like, "Oh, there's nothing we could do," and like she's just thought of to be dead, and everybody just assumes she's dead. And, and why did she die? Also, that wasn't explained. Like it was just like she wasn't harmed because, at all, but she was in a world everybody else was in, but it so, bothered her. So what it is is when you go into the dungeon, when you're in the TV world, it takes a piece out of you. Like even your characters. Uh, when they come out, they're exhausted. They, they, t- you know, they have, which is why, like, they play it in in the game as like, oh, you're getting your hit points. So as you go down, you can go out to recharge. But it's basically meant to be like, oh, you know, you're, you know, this world is taking, you know, something out of you. It's really life exhausting. Force. Yes, and she's a little kid, so she's not as like um, built up as like an adult, so she can't handle that world. Um, but what I was gonna get to with, with her is that like. Um, so I fell into the um, the trophy trap, which is if you look at you know like if you if sometimes if you look at um, trophy lists before like you're mm-hmm. finished with the game, they will spoil some things for you. And one of the things that actually did the actually was the only thing that was spoiled for me in the game was it was like I saw one of the trophies it was like clear you know save Nanako. So I was like okay they're gonna take her, but even still, when they did I was like, I mean not like you know legitimate pissed but i was like oh hell no I and i just immediately went to that dungeon i'm like i I'm like, got let's, a little you know, teary when i was she like was let's go easy now you're fucking this up you know like i was like you know like even without she me was playing like, the, the game the, they did a good job of making yeah you like, the protective older brother to yeah her. that's what i mean like, like they did a really good job of like you know like this is you know like this you know this kid who's young and she's got it together and she's like the sweetest kid ever and everybody like in the like the town likes her and like you're like you know even like your your friends when they're taken it's just like okay well some of them are like you know 
you're not sure about them at the time, but like her, it was like, oh, hell no, you know. So, um, yeah, it's pretty emotional. I would think that like even even though I knew she was going to be like still taken. So it was pretty emotional for you. That'll happen in like five minutes. I see the <laughs> flat lines. I'm like, oh, she's dead. Okay. All right. Two seconds later. Oh, she's not dead. She, she'll be back for Christmas. Okay. Next. <laughs> like, I think uh, it was a whole episode uh, where she was dead for in the, in the anime or something like I that. Like, do, it was an extended period of I time. I want to do a live stream, dead. like, you know, like YouTube so or Twitch or something. Of Esteban, but instead of like, watching some i just want the the live stream to be esteban's just on him as he watches golden again just to see all his <laughs> like, all his expressions you, you can't make me watch golden <laughs> again <laughs> I, like i said before i wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy um so i guess the one last character that i kind of want to talk about do you want to talk about the side characters like the the sports guys uh I mean, the drama I don't really girls. Care about them the only real side character that i kind of want to talk about is the creepy ass nurse? Did anybody else play the creep- with the oh, creepy ass yeah. nurse? It's this super like you can get it on. With she's her. like super pedophile <laughs> nurse, and yeah. is the only character in the entire game that is like super sexual toward. But, but the main you character. find did you find out why? I only got like mm, oh. eight, seven or eight links in, and she's just like you got to get to the max and find out that she's got a crazy story. Tell us, tell us. Okay, so. Um, so each okay, so we haven't really gone over social links, but each of the social links, uh, Will kind of I think mentioned it with Rize, where like about love. So each of the each of the characters has a social link, and which is tied to the cards, which, which is tied, tied to, to the, the cards, and it's tied to the category of personas. So as you increase in social link with that person, the personas you can build in that category, like Rize is love, um, Chie was I forget what Chie was like, um, but anyways, hers was like I believe hers was either. It was either devil. She was the devil. She was definitely the devil. Okay, category. Yeah, I was gonna say it was either that one or, or one of the other like dark ones. But yeah, so um, you can take a you know in in the game you can take jobs like part time jobs to make money, and one of the jobs is working as a nighttime janitor at a hospital, um, and she's a nurse at the hospital and she works like the night shift. Um, so when you meet her, you know, as Will said, she's like this over-sexualized woman and she kind of hits on you and like there's parts where you can, I think, do stuff to make it. I don't know if you physically have sex with her, but you can, so it's, so you can definitely like kind of get really close to All of the quote-unquote sex in this game is like, oh, we're going to share this time and then fade to black and you yeah, kind of assume kinda, yeah, that stuff happened. Yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously they're not showing anything. Um, no uncomfortable clippy sex. No, um, you look like you want to have sex. <laughs> um, on. But you find out as you go on with her that like she used to work at this other this other hospital and this other and and um she was having a, a relationship with I think it was like one of the head doctor. doctors yeah. and it got like found out because I think it was like an affair because he was married and then they fired her and like she couldn't get a job anywhere so she was like basically out on, on her you know like you know what and her life was o- over and then like she got this job where they don't know about her and um then it was like all like all the people keep trying to like hit on her because they like there's like this like um rumor that like oh she's like this easy woman and like you really start feeling really bad for her the way like her life is like turned upside down because like this guy she liked and she thought liked her back kind of like screwed her over and um, at the end, after the social link, you find out that she's just gone. Um, what do you mean? She just left. So, like, actually, the, the last 
I don't know if you played the last day, um, but when you go around to say goodbye to everybody, you can, you know, um, and you say everybody goodbye to everybody, you know, um, you've maxed out. Um, so you go to the hospital and she's not there and you just talk to like these two other nurses and they're like, yeah, she just went up, you know, she just left, she, you know, like she's gone. Um, but she like left a note, like a message just to say to like, you know, goodbye to you. And like, you realize that like this poor woman's like dealing with all this, this crap, but like, um, yeah, it's supposed to be almost like she's the, she has the devil category cause it's supposed to be like, she's hitting on you and like, you know, it's almost this kind of like pedophile thing and you know, succubus. Seductus yeah, exactly. Kind of. Yeah. So it's pretty crazy. Um, I got a totally different feel from her out of the anime. Like I, I didn't. Like, I can see where you're coming from with the pedophile thing. I just, she just came off as somebody who, like, was tired of her job and didn't want to turn into, like, an old person with a job, just wanted to be, like, young again. So she was trying to drink out at the bar with you, and you weren't trying to have it. You meaning you, the character, not you, the me. Both. Um, so before we go on, does anybody else have any characters they want to talk about before we... Oh, we didn't talk about Chie. Oh, Chie is, like, awesome. Who wants to tell, tell us about Chie? It doesn't matter. Chie is very small, but it doesn't matter who wants to. Uh, I really like Chie. She was Probably tell us about Chie. Um, she was my second favorite Chie. Um, <laughs> Next to my, Chie. Uh, just going to say, who's your first favorite Chie? <laughs> Chie was a really good character. Next I to thought. Chie she Pet. Was, um, she was another fun comic relief style character um, in the fact that she... Nice. The things that were like... She was really into kung fu. And kung she, fu movies. Yeah, that was like your really thing. Kung fu. Eating, like, um, one of the first. Pl- steak. I, I, I love. I love have steak. I love yeah. the first thing that. Um, one of the first times you meet her, she's yelling at Yosuke because she lent him a DVD of one of her martial arts, and he broke the DVD. Uh, yeah, and yeah. she's just yelling at him like, "You broke my DVD!" You know, like because yeah. yeah, she's super into kung fu movies. Yeah, absolutely. I thought she was a lot of fun. Her argue. Her. Uh, ramp from like to- being totally calm to extremely like violently angry was was like super short and great it was a lot of fun i thought she was an all uh, she was my second favorite character. how did they so kanji her- didn't exist she would have how do they portray character. her evolving in the anime because in the game so she's again back to will's japanese tropes um she is class she is classically the japanese female who's kind of like the tomboy of the group and she's into martial arts and she's into this, but like she's, you know, everybody, you know, all the guys see her as like, you know, the tomboy. So they don't want to date her because they don't see her as like, they want to, you know, they want to date the feminine friend, which in this case is Yukiko. Um, but as you go through the social links in the game, like she becomes more like, like there's parts where you can like try to like protect her. Cause like she tries to fight these guys who are bullying this kid and then, um, like, if you end up dating her, she becomes more like. Um, she is pretty much classified as strong throughout the whole thing. She doesn't have much of an arc. Like the the part you're referring to, where she she's trying to stand up for this kid. Um, your care you just uh has the option to go up there, but he actually tells Kanji to back off because Kanji's gonna go take care of it, and he's like, no, she's got this. Like, uh, you has faith in. Chie, oh, that's um, interesting. Doing the right thing, and like Chie just handles stuff. Like she is a awesome, strong character throughout the whole thing. I don't think there's a time when she's portrayed as. Do you, as, do you feel like she had any growth throughout the story? Then, not really. Wow, she didn't have much of an arc or growth or anything like that. She was a bit of a comic relief character, but at the same time, she was a strong character. Um, it was Tifa of this. 
Yeah, yeah, it's another Japanese trope. Yeah. Um, but I really liked her. If given the game to pursue uh romantic interests, I would have totally go gone with her because I you thought would. Yukiko was, <laughs> and I thought uh it's dumb to go for a gravier model. You could go all the way for me. Well, finish us up with Yosuke. We didn't talk about Yosuke. Uh, Yosuke is kind of like the all-around best friend. He's the Nate Stevens. son of... <laughs> I can see that. How is he Nate? <laughs> oh, Have you seen him that. trying to ride a bike? He yeah. crashes it all the time. <laughs> and I imagine if Nate crashed nice. a bike, he would I'm, crash okay. with his butt Nate, up in the air. Nate's going to kill me when he hears this, but... <laughs> yes, he probably is. Him trying... <laughs> Well, we know what we're leading off the podcast. With. Him, learn, him learning how to ride rollerblades is hilarious to watch. Oh my god! Anyway, I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm, I'm just picturing this like six foot four beast. Six riding, seven. Holy shit! Six seven beast of a man riding, trying to ride roller skates. It it's it's. No offense to Nate or anything. No offense to See, Nate, but I'm going to screw I didn't, I didn't think of Nate, or Yosuke as Nate, but I thought Yosuke was the most annoying character in the game, but <laughs> it was okay. Uh, like, it was he all was right the most have, annoying. It was all right to have an annoying okay. character. Like, he was the... So, so go ahead, one. Paul. If you had to kill one, Nate, Do- Dojima or Yosuke? Nate, this is what happens when uh, you're not in the podcast. Just yep. FYI. Oh, he still goes with Dojima. Yeah. So a lot of so Yosuke's tension of- was around... He was the son of the family that was coming to, to take care of Juness. And before Juness sp- sprung up in this small little town, there were a lot of little mom-and-pop family shops. And so most of the characters are people who are a family of these other shops. Um, like several of the other main characters are children of people who own the, the shops. And so Juness is like pushing all of these little shops out. And you it's know, like the Walmart of, yeah, exactly. Of, you know, uh, for us listener. <laughs> and so he's, he's right. personally got Just this tension between the entire town hating him for what he kind of symbolically represents. And at the same time, um, his family has put a lot of responsibility on him to kind of be a manager for this thing. And so he's simultaneously got this responsibility to lead in the store and make things happen. And And just like the main character, his family, you know, by by taking over Juness, they, they moved. So he also moved from a big city, just like the main character. Mm-hmm. And just like the main character, he, he, he doesn't, you know, he, he's left all his friends. And, but unlike y- you, um, you as the main character, um, who makes friends kind of easily, uh, Yosuke has trouble, just like Will was saying, because um, all the people there hate him. For what his father Because he's the big city kid for, that's coming in to take the, over their jobs. Yeah, for him like, as the king of Juness, kind of jokingly and things like that. Even though he doesn't have any control over it or any power over anything, really. It's funny. I mean, there's. I think about one of the parts where, like, he personally. Um, so, his. The girl who is, like, his main crush dies in the Ravini game. And throughout the rest of the game, he's kind of left alone, kind of drifting. Yeah, the second and, murder was the. Was the was, and so, okay. like. That was a light bulb that, for Esteban. The people yeah, that. Yeah, it kind of was. The people that work for him, like. 
like these totally could be young kids that he it, you know is crushing on but he has to like take the manager role and he has to like they're like oh we don't want to come into work today i'm calling in sick oh ha, yeah did ha, you do ha, social ha. links yeah 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 there's and, parts where like the two two girls like keep trying to be like oh yeah i'm not going to work and he's like look you got to come in you can't just take home exactly he he has to take on these this role of responsibility yeah. that's it's like it's not him but it, he has to be because that's where he's kind of so from. talk about um or i don't know if you picked up on his other thing his other main part uh, his jealousy of the main character Oh, why don't you talk about it some more? I don't, okay. I don't know if I really... So if you go through the social links um, and you get to the max out, you find out, like, it's not really kind of um, anything shocking, but, you, you you know, like, he goes through how he's, his jealousy of you as the main character, even though, like, he, you know, from the beginning kind of refers to you as, like, his best friend. And you guys really do become, like, both you, Yosuke to you, you to Yosuke, um, have this close friendship it's he still has this kind of jealousy because um he came to the city you know he came to Inaba and everybody hated him and he couldn't make friends you come and everybody's like you know you're the star darling and you're the you know, leader and like you know you can do nothing wrong the, the idol you know the super idol Rosette comes to town and she's in love with you and you know like Yukiko likes you and Chia you know like you know, um, and you know, and you make friends. This and you, and you're the 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 guy that's doing all the side things and helping all the townspeople. So he, he's he gets, kind of like the kid from the superpower from Stick of Truth, right? He has his oh, ability yeah, yeah. to make yes, social links. That's like, his, <laughs> yeah, the Facebook, yeah. Um, he makes Facebook friends. So like, like oh, yeah. so like the main, like the max social link is like finally him coming to terms. Like okay, you know, like we're friends, and like yes, you have this. Um, you know you main character have kind this of had a luckier have this thing life. over you know like i'm okay with it and then they do kind of the guy thing where like they punch each other and that's kind of like the thing so but it's kind of cool that like um you realize of yeah like you know because in most games the main character is this kind of like the person that everybody interacts with and it's kind of, so it's kind of cool to see like one of the side characters like have this jealousy even though it's kind, they're still kind of friends so my note here says a plethora of endings. There are like so many endings in this game. Brian, you want to tell us about the endings? Well, maybe you should go through them and we'll see if you actually made it to the real ending. Because <laughs> every day at work, I would ask Will, oh, yeah, so you beat the game yet? Oh, yeah, 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 man, I beat it. Okay, what was your ending? I did this. I got this. No, that's not the ending. Keep going. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, man, I beat it today. I beat it today. What ending did you get? This? Oh, no, that's not the ending. Keep going. Okay, let's see So let's see if you remember. made it to the end. The so, end, end. So the first ending I remember, or the first ending that I ran into, and this was the first time um, when I got to this first ending, I was like, oh, uh, this is obviously a bad ending. This was the first time I was like, oh, okay, this was like their easy out, was if you pick the wrong option at in the hospital when you're confronting Namatame, um, if you don't get to the point where you know that he's not the real killer, um, like he'll take the blame and he'll get um, responsible for it, and they just ship you out on the train. And it's like the super, like I like how all the endings that are the wrong endings are basically just like the year. It just jumps to wherever you you are when you pick it. It's just okay. We're jumping to the end of the all right. Goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> and like you're on the train, done. <laughs> um. So that was the first one. After that, so I think Adachi. My... Did you pick Adachi? Correct. Uh, so I did pick a dodge incorrect. Okay. I, I'm not sure if that was me kind of getting spoiled by the trophies or something. But that one I'm not. 
I kind of oh, feel yeah. a little that was guilty my, about picking that one. That was my second spoil. I actually saw that too. It's like beat Adachi's uh, dungeon, and I'm like, okay, well, I haven't played Adachi at this point, so yeah. And then I guess I, he must be the cl- bad guy. Or... Well, it also clicked at that point. I'm like, oh yeah, because I started to like think about it as I was getting to that point. I was like, I haven't played Adachi. I bet you he's the really, you know. <laughs> I think when you look at it though, like. When you look back on it, like they make it really obvious, and it's almost like they made it too obvious that you you ignore it because when you think about it, like he's the bumbling detective, and he's always coming over to you. I think they even they even mention it, like he always comes over to us when we're at Juness and gives us like the one hint of what to do next, <laughs> you know, like, and then you're like, oh yeah, you know, like it's so obvious when you look at it now. But so what's next, um, Will? So you you picked a dachi. So I think. So I got to Adachi, I beat Marie's ending, um, and that was the... Which n- you can skip. So so Esteban had, um, you know, watching Golden, saw all this stuff, but you can totally miss Marie's, even playing Golden, you can totally miss her. If you do not visit the Velvet Room on New Year's Day when you're, you're wishing everybody, you go around and you wish everybody a Happy New Year, um, you specifically have to go into the Golden Room, the Velvet, sorry, the Golden, the Velvet Room, and it's just Margaret. There's no Igor. There's and Marie, and she just mentions like, "Oh yeah, Marie's gone." And do you want me to go find her? And if you, you know, you you choose, yeah, go ahead. And then, then is when you have the the you know it goes through the whole thing, and then you eventually get to the um the ski part. Um, but if you don't, you totally miss her. But that's an optional miss. It won't like you can still get the official game ending um, without her. So I got the nice-ish game ending, um, and that's where I was up to this week. And then the one I got uh, this morning was actually going back and figuring out that uh, is Izanami is or Izanagi? Izanami, yeah. Izanami was actually the bad guy. And so, sorry. Mind blown. Um, the guy, the kid, who is the um, gas station attendant, yeah. Who's the kid in the like baseball hat yeah. and the red, red jacket? Is the final bad guy. I thought there was something weird how he gets the headache at the gas station for yeah. some reason. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like as you're playing a 130 hour game, it's brought up for two seconds in the very beginning of the game and yep, never brought up again. What's yep. interesting though is we were watching Polly watch the anime, and me and Will, you know, like Will, Will caught it first, and then he brought me over and 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 had Polly rewind it, and like I caught it, you know, and I saw it. Is you see him in this other part that, and like we were saying in the game, they never show him after the beginning. It was but in that at that point he was just an extra character. Like I didn't yeah. notice him. Like, but even still, they yeah, could have had him in the background in something. Like at points, like in the game, like we said, it's like a ninety-plus hour game, well, and you literally see him. The, he's like one of the first characters you ever meet, yeah. and then you never really see him again. I think maybe once. I'm not sure if there's one like, part where you. you I wonder to how King much Moran. of it is he was like in the background of scenes yeah, and he's just but like, there. Yeah, but you yeah it's him. possible they could have hit him in things. Um, I I wouldn't have noticed him if you didn't point him out there, you know. Um, but in the same at the same way, while you guys are playing the game, he could have been anywhere, just a guy in a baseball cap. So he is the ultimate super mastermind. So did we ever um, explain what Marie is? I only Bef- kind of know what Marie is. Bef- Why don't you explain? Before that? you okay. get there, I did notice because watching the first episodes of both animes, the gas station um, meeting is 
or the guest station attendant meeting is different in both animes. Like they hmm. redid it for Golden to make him seem make it seem more important. In the original one, it's just like the game version. Game where it's yeah. just kind of you meet yeah. this guy and you're like, oh, I feel he, sick. I think he says that you can get a job there at some point or something like that. That's yeah. like, something it. like that. Yeah. So the whole thing with Marie is that um, you also meet her at the beginning, just the, the, around the same time you meet the gas station attendant. And mm-hmm. she just kind of like brushes you off and you're just like, okay, she's kind of weird. And then when you go into the velvet room, um, you you meet her and um, you know uh, Margaret or Igor, I forget which one says like, oh, she's here because of you, and you're important, and you know, and and she's one of the the of the three that you can actually take out of the velvet room, and they kind of say like, yeah, you should take her out, and her social links are like, you actually do stuff with her, and you find out that, um, as we mentioned before, that she has no memory, she's lost, she doesn't know why she's here or what's going on, um. So what I was getting wrapping it up with the whole um, ending thing is that you find out Marie, you know, when you go to fight her dungeon, is you know she find she remembers who she is, uh, and she 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 remembers that she's actually a part of Izanami. So she's Izanami, like his shadow or vice so, versa. Well, Izanami is a you know, uh, she but anyways, um, her shadow so, or whatever. Well, she casts off parts of herself, and one of the parts she casts off is Marie, who is the part that. Um, is the fog brings like the fog so she's trying to collect all the fog and if she just releases it basically it'll go all over the place so she wants to kill herself which will destroy all the fog so the fog can't escape because she just thinks like i am this evil thing and i need to destroy myself so you actually end up in golden when you fight marie you're actually fighting izanami as well you're fighting just a different part so you originally first fight marie then she kind of gives in and you defeat the izanami part of her uh and that returns her to the Marie that you know. Remind me if I'm so, wrong. You actually, you meet Marie when you first get to Inaba, like when yes. Dojima and at Nanako, the gas station. Yep. Well, no, I mean, oh before, no, right like, after the train station. Yeah, when they pick you up at the yeah, train the, station, the train right? Train station, yes, correct. So as we've kind of briefly mentioned before, Marie is completely a construct of Persona Four Golden. Yeah, she's um, not. In she the was original. not in the original, and that was kind of the first, like, oh, whoa, moments whoa, what is this moment when I started playing Golden? So, like, this was the first time that I was like, holy crap, Not they didn't just, like, tack on some DLC at the end of this game. There is a substantive character who's in the entire game. Yeah, and you can... There are, like, big changes between... Get her whole social link. She has a new category of personas that's, that's her. They actually added, I think, one or two others as well that are just um, other ones as well, but, like, Hers is, yeah, a whole new thing. Like, so she has, like, personas you can get. Um, and they have a dungeon at the end. And it's missable if you don't do things. You know, again, if you don't do the whole New Year's uh, Day thing. Uh, you also have to have her maxed out on her social link by, I think, I want to say November. Because after that, she's also not available for you to social link with. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of, it, it's a whole, they basically added a whole new character. So, um, while we're talking about it, one of the other things. I mean, we talked earlier about how you can choose the abilities that your personas um, take on as they're melded. One of the other things that's really different between the original and this one is the um, the card roulette or whatever it was. Uh, in the first game, yeah. it was all about, um, what do you call the the shell game? Do you know what, what I'm talking about? I think it's just um, a shell three game. Three-card Monty? Yes, three-card Monty. Yeah. 
So it was all about, you know, the guy, the the cards were moving really fast, and then you had to, like, pick one. And you only picked one, and you got one card at the end of every battle. Whereas in Golden, um, they, like, laid them out, and they had different attributes. And depending on what you were, you would, like, get additional draws. And ideal if you got a full sweep, you would have more draws for the next time. And you can get negative things. Like, there's ones, like, just like there's ones, like, gain more experience for the, the end of the battle or gain more money. There's also ones, like, half your experience or half your gold from that battle so um yeah there's there was negative stuff or like one of ran, one of your random cards that you picked is gone yeah so that was a completely different way of doing that that i thought was way better in golden um and another like was it was it still the same as if you um beat a downed enemy then you would get like extra picks or was it was that part different? Um, so, I didn't see as much of that in Golden. That was definitely more of a thing in the original game. In Golden, it was more along kind of you, your choices of which cards you picked um, played more a part on which cards you would be able to get later versus actually what you did in the battle tying into that decision uh, was more in the original. All right. Um, in the original game, when you died, you went back to your save point, which could be dozens of hours worth of progress um, because there's no save points in the dungeon. The only save point is in the kind of social area or the TV area outside the dungeon. Um, so one of the big quality of life changes they made for this game is if you die, you go back to the start of the floor versus going back to the start of the dungeon. And that's a huge change. Um just for like playability's sake, I mean, those are like the big things that just made uh, what already felt like a great game feel like it respected your time far more better. Fast travel? Can you talk about that? Um, so there was a bit of fast travel in the original game, but the thing that they Not added for this game is every single room had the ability to travel to just about every other room as well. So the final boss killing Itanagi and Itanami. <laughs> Um, you get it right. When you clear out the alternate world, and it's just you know, kind of a heaven that's in everybody's heart. That's kind of the ending of the the ending of the ending. Yeah. Well, the the ending of the ending is that then you go on the train like every other normal ending, but then you come back like it shows you you coming back. I think it's supposed to be a year later. I think I'm pretty sure. Uh, and everybody. I remember you coming back in May. I think it's like the next summer. Holiday. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think it's supposed to be a year later because like. Even, like, Nanako looks significantly, like, older now. Um, and, you know, it's kind of, like, mentioned that, like, oh, you visited a couple times, but you haven't been there for a, a little while, um, you know, um, even though it's supposed to be, like, a year later. So, yeah, it's kind of cool that you see what happens to everybody, and they kind of explain some some people, like, uh, Rize is back to being, like, working as an idol. Um, Yukiko is uh, fully embracing taking over the inn. Um, I think Chie and y- Yosuke are kind of just the same. And, oh, Kanje is kind of the coolest one. Do you remember Kanje? He almost looks like he's like a nerd. nerd. Yeah, yeah, super nerd. He's got these thick glasses and like, like you know, like almost like he's like super into studies now. And yeah, it's kind of cool. They call him out for being the guy who changed the most. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, Chie and Yukiko aren't wearing their colors. Yeah, that's right. They are. It's like, what? Oh. Sacrilege. Hmm. Sacrilege. Um, so the next thing we kind of want to talk about was the festivals and parties. 
Yeah, these were fun. I like this. I those. just love that as a wa- way to break up the game. Yeah, and I couldn't wait. I'm like, sweet, an event's coming up. There was even ones like um, like you took school trips. Like there was a camping trip. There was one where you I love how the trip was like totally like, oh, we're going on a camping trip to pick up trash off the side <laughs> of the road. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I like how they all hated it. Like, every trip, they're like, oh, you know, we're going on this trip. Like, even the one where it was like, um, they went to where, like, a different city and they were visiting a different school. They're, you know, so like, the college. I think, I think one of them, oh, I forget who was like, oh, I can't wait. This is going to be awesome. And then I think uh, Chie was like, no, last year they, when they took this trip, it was like they had to do this or something. It was really terrible. You know, like, so everybody always dreaded these things, like, like the trips, not so, the festival. So that school is. Um, and the kids from the school are the, sk- the kids from three. That's oh, the really? kind of small tie-in. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I didn't even, you know, like, I totally didn't get it because I never played three. So. That oh, is very a... neat. I did, I do they, do doubted they... that the, these things you guys are talking about were in the game, but they were, because they were in the anime. I thought it was just like anime filler, but they were told they totally they, had that. Totally the game. All, everything you guys are talking about. Uh, <laughs> So the uh, did, the so cross dressing competition. Yes. The, so you the went to hold on. You went to back to the, the, the trip. So you went modeling. to the the school. Are any of the do any of the characters from three actually show up, or is it just your scene? I you're think at the like the main person who's like giving the speech is one of the characters from three. Oh really? Um, you mean the one that was kind of like she's like the like the class like, president? Yeah, whatever. and she's kind of like you know. Like I I very... think so. I'm probably gonna get that wrong, but I'm I'm pretty sure she I'll was like. Send the your one. corrections to. <laughs> <laughs> Beastcast um, at giantbomb.com <laughs> and tell them that a Motor Pixels podcast got this wrong. Sign Cat's Cradle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cross testing competition? You, oh, you yeah. like that one? Who Paul? did you vote for, Paul? Like, come on. Oh, oh well, you, you didn't play the game, but who were who you? So in the game, you actually get to vote who you would pick. Who's the. Uh, who were you picked? I, who did I, you vote for? Uh, um, oh, no. Actually, you only get to vote for the, the, the female, right? The. the the women's pageant. I don't, really I don't remember, think because but... you're because your character is in the cross dressing. So well, I certainly wouldn't vote voted for the girl who didn't actually go to the um, modeling competition. I would have probably voted for Chie at that point, and Teddy should have won. You Teddy would. was the best. You would vote for Chie. What is your problem with <laughs> Chie? Why do you not, do you not like Chie at all? <laughs> She's alright. You're totally fixated on Yukiko, and she's like, it bothers me. Uh, minor spoilers for the Uncharted podcast if you haven't heard it yet. But you didn't like Elena at all because she was the girl next door. Yet you like Yukiko because she's the girl next door. It's oh, he's putting you on call. It's not that I didn't like her in the game; she was just empty. So was Yukiko. Ah, uh, totally no. No, there were. I don't think there were any empty characters in this game. No, that's 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 true. All the characters I cared about. That that is harsh, um, I suppose. But I just don't understand why you didn't like Chie. I thought she was such a fun character. Uh, no, I mean she's fun. I was trying just to make not more a love, fun of you. Love interest for you. She didn't come across as a love interest to me. No. It's so the short who, hair, so isn't who, it? So yeah, too tomboyish for me. As we're getting onto that, Will. So, as the only other person who played the game, in the game you can romance, um, one or all of the women. And you can date, so unlike I heard in 3 where you could only date actually one woman, uh, be in a relationship with one of the females at a time, um, in 4 you can date everybody. Um, so who did you who so did you romance? For me it was Risa and Yukiko, but the thing that I really liked oh, about- Oh, so you got into the double, you got into the more than one, which what I, I love that what they I screw lo- you over yeah, with that. <laughs> they really, really, really make you feel 
incredibly Literally. guilty yeah. for dating more than one person. There's like at a time. Like the Valentine's Day scene. Straight up pimp that, style. You're like, you have to pick out, pick which girl you're going to hang out with on Valentine's Day. And your other girlfriends are like, what? You don't want to hang out with your girlfriend on Valentine's Day? And you won't even tell me where you're going? That's, that's horrible. And then she'll like r- run off crying. And it's like, holy shit. Not only that. Okay. But so we're getting back to the festivals that we were talking about. So one of the festivals is um, you, uh, is it Christmas? or It's one of the ones where the snow and then you, you, the next day, yeah, I think it's New Year's because I think the next day you you um you get to go, to, you pick you know they all call you whoever you you've dated and they they're like oh you want to go to the shrine with me today and you pick one have one and then you get um they have fortunes and you yeah. grab a fortune and if you're dating more than one person your fortune's like you know you shouldn't be, you know like you need to you know you need like, to settle down settle down pick one, pick right? one. and and then the girl whoever you're with would be like. Wow, yeah, this is, you know, like, like what does that mean? What yeah, do you that's really hard. Yeah, like, really bad. And, you know, like, they really make you feel really, you know. They, they, like, just twist that dagger. Like, what are you doing dating more than one person? I've got a question. Can you, even if you're dating multiple people, like, for Valentine's Day, can you still pick the, like, you're not going to hang out with any of them if you're, like, one you of You can decline all of them. You can? Okay, yeah. cool. Awesome. And then feel oh, really guilty about everyone? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean. But you miss the whole, like, event. Well, no, of course. But just for like the people that are that don't like Valentine's Day, like me. Oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we were talking about the cross-dressing festival. Um. Will keeps bringing it up and looking at me. <laughs> it's not the cross-dressing festival. <laughs> it's Golden Week. One of the things at the school is the is the pageant competition, so, and so then they decide the, to have the equivalent. That was Golden Week. Because in the an- anime, that was a different thing. Golden Week was like they had time off of school, but this is where they oh, had, maybe like, it's, I, I, I forget. Yeah, you're probably right. So there was some so, festival that was the equivalent of like Fourth of July, where there were fireworks and everybody was out outside, kind of like a mm-hmm. Bonadori kind of thing almost. Okay. And then there was another one where all the students got to suggest kind of an activity for this. You're talking festival? about the group dating thing. There was group dating was one of the things that was suggested by. Uh, I can't remember who suggested that, but there was group dating. There was Yosuke, the, right? uh, yeah, Yosuke. But then Yosuke also signed all the girls up for the modeling, um, uh, the beauty pageant. I guess it would would be or something like that. Yeah. So yep. then, uh, the oh, speaking of which, and then, I like the, the creepy teacher who yeah. was like yeah. super sexualized, Ex- excited <laughs> about the beauty. She was so excited about the beauty competition. Oh yeah. Her and Hanako. <laughs> when she finds out it's gonna be a swimsuit competition, she's Hanako like, Chan? Okay. Yeah. Um, and that's creepy. It's creepy for two things. One, because the original teacher is King Moron, and then he dies, which was kind of like I was like, "Oh, damn!" <laughs> yeah, really one killed. character that I didn't care died, King Moron, and I thought it and was then hilarious. They, yeah, then you had the keep new teacher calling him like, King Moron after he's dead. Like, oh, poor King Moron yeah. died. <laughs> so untasteful. <laughs> but then, yeah, you have that that oversexualized. What's her name? Um, what's that teacher? And then there's the the King yeah. Tut teacher with the, the yeah the yes head the, the Cleopatra like yeah but the the cross dressing competition was referring to because Yosuke signs the, all the girls up for the um um the beauty, beauty pageant, pageant. Yeah. um Chie or it's in, I'm not sure if it was Chie but it's, yeah, it was Chie. it's implied that it was Chie signs all the guys up for cross dressing uh, yeah she suggested that they to uh, the teacher you know the. Uh, that they have a cross-dressing pageant and then signed up, you know, uh, 
Yeah, all the guys, including you, the main character. Yeah. You, uh, but in in the anime, at least, you seems like all right. I'll I'll try to win it, and uh, Kanji's like, oh, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do the best at it. And fuck yeah, man. Yosuke's all like, no, why would you do that? <laughs> like, which is fun. Like that's why all the characters are great. I think I think is, in the game, it was so in the game, a lot of a lot of times you get choices like what to say. I think for the cross dressing one, it was like. You can kind of just like agree with the OS game and be like, what the hell is going on with this? Or the other one's just like, whatever. And then the, I think the third one was like, I'm going to win. <laughs> and like, if you choose that, Yosuke's like, dude, seriously? Like, what the in There's a scene. I, I can't even quite remember all of it. Um, but there's a scene where there's like a makeout session between you and Yosuke. In the, it, it's possible. I be, it's inferred it's, that it's possible in the group dating thing. No, no, no. It's, uh, no I, I actually the played two both of them, sides in the group dating where you either join the girls or you pick one, like, one of the guys to go to join the girls. And either way, it's still... At least in, in the, the game, anime, no... at least, uh, Yosuke and you like lean in like they're about to kiss and then Yosuke freaks out and runs away. There's, there's a hmm. scene where they're like in Tojima, in the house, and I can't remember if it's like... Yosuke wanted practice making out or something like this, and they like lean in super close to each other, and then like no, you can choose Teddy, whether to... not Yosuke. Oh yeah, it's that's right. Teddy. It's Teddy. I know what you're talking and about. And then you like you can choose to like okay, let's just do it. Let's just make out, and then Dojima walks, walks in, in and, and like, what the fuck, are you kids doing? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's Teddy. <laughs> there is there's another one though. When you go to the um, over the summer, you go to um, not the summer, um, like, but they want to go like to the beach, and it's near the end of the school year, and you're talking in a classroom, and it's like. You know, and Yosuke's like, yeah, you know, we're going to go to the beach and all the, the girls are going to be in the bikinis again. And, when it, you know, it gives you another choice thing. And, you know, and it's like, yeah, you know, you can, again, just be, like, into it. Or, like, I think the third one was, like, I can't wait to see uh, Kanje in, in a Speedo or, like, in a bikini. <laughs> and if you say that, Yosuke's like, dude, what? Wait. Dude, what? Um, it, it seemed I like really in the anime, like, those choices... He took, uh, you took like the most indifferent approach to it, but um, it also a it also kind of added character to him. Like, Did they have the beach scene in the anime? Where they go to the beach? I feel like that would have been a golden thing. I don't, oh, that okay. was, I don't think that, that was hysterical. There's a, so they go to the beach, like, and you can <laughs> and you can get there. You can also get there by um, uh, your scooter, but like, it doesn't matter if you have that the scooter at the point or not. They just there's a cutscene where they go to the beach. And there's just so many funny things that happen, and like one of them is that they're all in bikini, and like the girls are all in bikinis, but Kan like and the guys are all in bathing suits. But Kanji has like a speedo, and everybody's like, "What?" You know, like, and then they go in the water, and and um, like Teddy's trying to like undress the women, and uh, you know, his, his sexual thing, and like you know, they're all like hitting him, and then they all, they all come out of the water, and Kanji's like lost his speedo, so he's like buck naked. And, like, you have to, like, try to help him find the, the speed. He, like, grabs Teddy and yes. is, like, holding Teddy, Teddy over his part of the park. Yes. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, uh, oh, that's great. I, I, I love the fact that you guys, like, are talking about the side events like this. Other than the beach and the ski scene, it seems like, I don't know about you, Alberto, but um, I got the same feeling. Like, it was, it was a lot of fun. They had these little, like, side yeah. high school-style activities that... You guys had you the, um, you, you said, you, um, well, at least Esteban said in Golden, they, um, Marie did the singing, but I assume you guys had the, the thing where they had to do the Juness sale thing and they had to create the band and sing a song. Nope. Nope. They nope. did nope. not have that in the like that original. Golden thing too, yeah. Oh, okay. That was kind of cool too. Like you, um, they, they were supposed to have like this festival at, at Juness and so, um, Yosuke being the, you know, 
the, the son of the manager is like trying to save it. So he's like, oh, we can get, you know, Reset can do a song and that will, you know, save everybody because everybody will want to come to the, you know, to the store because it's Reset. And um, she's like, oh, yeah, fine, but everybody has to play an instrument. So, like, you know, you have to, like, practice and, like, you're, like, the lead guitarist. And um, I, th I think some of that helps, like, build up to the yeah, Dancing All Night stuff. Is In the game, is a lot of that stuff just, like, choices? It's kind of like how you study, like, you can choose to study? Or is there any, like, kind of mini you games or anything like that. that? It's not a mini game. They're just, like events well just like what i'm asking but is you, you said that you like, have to practice skip. for the band so but can it's, you it, choose you to not actually, practice uh, and fail no, or no, no. you don't actually like you just do anything to practice it's and, just yeah it's just like okay that's the so there's no choice in it it's just like you do it yeah not in that there are some things to do but not that one there are, but there are some things where you think you can skip like there's one where it's like um oh juness sale week and like he like he calls you you know like yosuke calls you and is like Oh man, you know, like this is a big week. We need you to help out, and like you can either tell him, like, yeah, sure, I'll help out, or no, man, I'm not gonna. But either way, like you end up helping him. So it's there's some things that like you can't skip. Uh, but is there any other festivals uh, or things we liked? Uh, oh, um, I I really liked the whole idea of them like sneaking into each other's tents. Oh, that was and such a, like a, a kitty juvenile thing. thing yeah. yeah, they do the same thing when you when they go to when they they spend the night at the inn at the inn at the spa, right? Um, and they're like trying to peek on the girls. This was after the the um yeah. This was after. So the... were they trying to peep on the girls in the? Oh yeah, the yeah Teddy yeah. was in, in the. Uh, in the anime, Teddy they're just trying. Yes, yeah. they're just trying to go to the baths, but uh, Yukiko messed up the times. She thought it was the girls' that happens time. As that happens well. too. That yeah. happens earlier, but then as at night, they're like. You know, remember the time we like what oh, happened yeah. at the camping trip? Let's go sneak in the girls' room. But then they end yeah, up yeah, no, in, uh, in uh, not, uh, Hanako Chan and, and the teachers' and room, the teacher's right. and they're like, "Okay, come get us, guys." Uh, oh, uh, did you have so, the um? You know, it was funny. Speaking of events, um, when you, uh, you when you finally get your scooter, you Kanje and um Yosuke go to the um. What's this the little city um? You know, place you yeah, can go. Not it's the near the train station. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, and like you go in there like and it's and like you have like a contest and you're like who can pick up women and like, yeah that was really fun and like you know then like that's probably a golden thing too yeah then you pick like the results and like your character like picks up like this woman and you think like okay i got this you know like this person and it turns out like she's like she's super married crazy, or, right yeah you know, she's, and like you, you end up calling like her husband or and um the funny part the funniest they part is like pickup contest in this game yeah <laughs> yosuke calls and he's like i got this woman, you know and then he calls and it's not and it's hanako chan you know who's the big woman and she sits on his scooter and breaks his scooter <laughs> and he has to ride back on kanji's bike there's so many great moments yeah in this, game. this game was funny um so some of the side activities um there's a bunch of books that's not really I don't think there's a whole lot to say other than that's how you get your skills up. Yeah, yeah. but I mean... But the, the... That took me a while to find, actually, surprisingly. I don't know why. Like, I was... For a while, I was wondering, how the hell do I become more eloquent in my speech? Like, and just all this kind of stuff. And then I randomly found the bookstore and then saw, oh, by doing this, that increases your understanding or expression. Yeah, you can do other things as well. The books help, but you can do other things. Um, but would you believe... But there's a cool that... ton of stuff to do. Like, as well as just play the RPG style, like yeah, like the thing with the like you can. But would you believe that playing this game twice through, I still don't know how you go fishing. <laughs> Seriously, man. I don't know how to go it's fishing. Not I saw the I, have no, I saw like, the book I don't, for it, I don't but know where, where you do the, you do it? I don't, don't know where you the get book. the fishing pole. I don't know. I I don't know. 
you talk to the old man by the by the river. I've and, talked to him, and, and he, he was like, it, he just gives it to you. What's the deal with the fox? <laughs> yeah, that was one of my questions. So the deal too. with I, the fox, I started. Is, so the fox, so they had this shrine in the city, in you know in Inaba, and um in Japanese things like shrines are like you know like really just like people go there you, you put you throw some money there and then you can make like a wish basically almost like our version of like wishing fountain or whatever um and the shrine's kind of like run down so the fox is supposed to be like a spirit animal that's like protecting the shrine so it basically is is a is a social link is one of the things is to do all the tasks from the fox and it's like you know each of the people who like um wish something they have like a note they leave by the um the shrine and you pick it up and like one of them would be like oh you know i really want you know like i'm really afraid of cats and you have to go find the person in town who you know like put the note and then help them do that and then each time you do their task that's another social link on the line yeah it is a very japanese culture thing yes like oh no i was just bringing it up as a side side that was a side activity correct or japanese When I went to Tokyo, there were uh, like a bunch of these little things. There was like little Buddha. There was like a, yeah. a, a like a Christmas one that was like all dressed up in Christmas, and I was there in the middle of like March, and like there was all there are all kinds of these little things. You go and you you know pay your respects to the little spirit that's that's that is the owner of the shrine, and in, and in this city there was just the one with the fox. So back to but, fishing. But there wasn't. A... So did you get the? So did you talk to the little kid by the shrine to get like? The bug catching net? How you? Can I didn't do any bug catching either. Okay, so that's... I also didn't do any bug digging. Okay, well, okay, the digging is useless and you don't need to. But um, the bug catching, yeah. So when you talk to the kid, he gives you the net, and then with that, you can talk to. I believe, I believe that's how you can trigger the old man to give you the fishing rod. The the thing I like about then that you can is... just go and fish any day. But the, I, lo- I love catch, how like the the old the, like the legendary fish like there's one in the river, and then I I then there's one in the um the ocean i don't know if the ocean one is i think the ocean one is purely golden uh version but um to catch both of those you have to be on rainy days or days when it's snowing so after uh, january 1st it just snows every day and you can go um, to catch the legendary so the thing i like about those things is that you know you see hints of them and it makes the world feel bigger and yeah. more expansive and like you can do any freaking thing in this world. There's I mean, it's so not, you can't much. actually do it, but no, but I mean, there's so many side activities like, and you, you, you know, when you look at it originally, you're like, okay, I have a year and I have all these days to do stuff. Like it's going to take forever. But, but then you realize like there's so many activities and so many things you could do that. And every day you get to choose like, yeah, whatever you want. And you're do. just like, oh wow, I actually need more time. When you were thinking, like, oh, my God, I have so much time because, like, you know, you, you know, even though you have a morning activity technically, which is usually school, but if you're off, you can um, go out, uh, like, on weekends or something. But, like, and then you have, like, an afternoon activity. but And sometimes night when you can find, like, when you finally can tell, like, Dojima that you have, like, a nighttime job, he'll let you, like, stay out at night any day, not just days when he's not around. Um, but, yeah, there's just so much to do or, like, talk with and, and you know, like, there's... I forget how many social links of people to work it with. It just makes this feel Ooh. game feel huge and expansive. Yeah, uh, a lot of neat um, like text options came up. Like uh, teachers would ask questions where you got to uh, answer answer yeah. quizzes correctly, or like um, there was a actual like. And then you took tests. Um, riddle 
person in the school that you could that walk was, up yeah. to and, and do riddles. Yeah, there was the side activity. So, like, characters would ask you, like, hey, I really need this item. And usually the items were, like, found in, like, one of the dungeons. Um, like, actually, the, the teacher you, you mentioned, Will, that was, like, the, had, like, the Egyptian, you know, like, she's into dowsing rods because that's, like, a, a Egyptian thing. And um, she asks you, like, a couple points to, like, find these different things. And, you know, tons of people ask you for, like, this or that. And, um, yeah, there's just so many side activities. It's, it's you know, it allows you to really play the game a lot. Um, but you can also skip a lot of that stuff, too, if, you, if you're really more interested in just, say, like, the story of the main story. But it also, the social links and stuff um, give you side stories that you just don't get. You know, you can totally play the game and not re- like realize like how Dojima really is, and you could just think like, "Oh, guys, okay, fine, father." Well, or obviously, could... if Will says, "I've never fished," and Brian is like, "I can't believe you haven't fished. All you have to do is all these specific things." <laughs> right? No, no, it's really easy. Like, honestly, like, it's like if you look it up, it's like, "Oh, it's one simple step." But if you just just don't play randomly, it. run into that. Like, I almost never went into the shrine. Oh, okay. I always, always, I must always went to the shrine because shrine was kind of cool. Like, so you could get, um, at night you could, or even during the day, you could get fortunes, which like, um, during the day or at night, which, uh, help move your points up because when you, to do social links, you have to reach a certain amount of points before your next link will move up. Uh, so if you spend the day with a character and you're not, you don't have enough points, you'll just be like, oh, you spent the day with this character and now you're, you feel like your relationship is getting closer. Um, so the fortune stuff also um, allows you to move that forward. And the cool thing about that is you can pick any of your any of the characters you want to move along. Whereas with normally you can only um, visit with certain characters on certain days. So if it's a day, if you need to increase a social link for somebody, and and it's a day you can't visit them, you can use that. I did basically the same thing in the movie theater, but in the movie theater, the, your persona levels up at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I I only did a little bit of the movie theater. Um, each month, I think they like a different character would get like the the bonus or something. Like like, oh, I want to see this movie, and if you take that character, you get like extra bonus. Uh, there's so many cool things. Like you can go um, to the shop in that little like uh, again, I forget the name of that city area, and there's like a clothing store, and you can buy different outfits for your characters, and you can dress up, dress them up, and if you dress them up, then then you, you like in the dungeon, you can literally stop, talk to the character, and if they're dressed up in like a like, and they have things ranging from like. You know, like school uniforms to like um, the spy uniforms. Spy, yeah, spy like the assassin. Yeah, to um, like you can dress up the women in like maids' outfits, and like if you do that, like I think like I think the funny one I remember is like Chie. Like if you dressed her up and then you stop and talk to her, she's like, "Yeah, I don't know why you have me in the maids' uniform, but yeah, what the hell, it fits kind of well <laughs> or something like that." It was just funny. So we talked a little earlier about um kind of the differences between the original and golden the one thing that i liked way more in the original that i was kind of bummed about in golden is i feel like the intro music was way better in the original it kind of had this evangelion vibe where it was like this eerie thing where you were looking in in kind of a Hmm. um it'd be interesting i've never heard the original uh so maybe we'll play it here in a minute but like the visualizations is like this eerie hospital and then like the characters are coming in and out. Um, but I, I like the original better. The, the golden one is kind of more upbeat, cheery. 
um that's very much it. into like the dancing on which i kind of i kind of find it's funny that like they're just like dancing. Like, i thought that was kind of cool like i don't know i, I really like liked the uh i again i haven't seen i haven't seen the original but i really liked the uh on golden intro music yeah. like i was shocked at that's how they were going to begin it um but not what i was expecting at all i was expecting more of an evangelion type type thing and i was like oh wow this is gonna be fun isn't it so so it's kind of funny though like the intro like they're like they're dancing but like they each have their own little spin like there's one where like yosuke's dancing and like he has like a garbage can (laughs) he's like putting it over his head and like putting it back off like i'm like what the you know, like it's just I like how weird. Yosuke's always got the headphones around his neck. That's yeah, like his thing. Mm-hmm. that's another Japanese trope. There's always the one with either person with the headphones or the goggle. Yeah. Um. So this kind of brings us into our music session. Um. I'll just kind of read off a couple of the things that I I really like. Um. The battle music is a song called "Reach Out to the Truth," mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of a I I like the way it evokes that kind of. Battle tension. That one. So a, a new song for that one. A new song for the golden edition is Tanaka's Amazing Commodities. Yes. Oh, Tanaka. How do we forget about that in the side activity? That's great. You could. You literally had this guy who was like this, like TV. He was. He's basically like the um, uh, the QVC, uh, QVC yeah. guy. And like so, like you could like once once a week you could like turn on his channel and you could buy like he had like two like he would have two different um deals. like super like yeah deals like, oh and you could buy one or the other and you could only buy one per week um and it was just gone and there'd be some cool things like but you had to know like which ones are good because some of them were like you're thinking like like there was one like you could buy three Genjay beetles and you're like what the fuck do I want to buy like bugs but those are actually like the bugs. Um, you need to catch like the legendary fish. I mean, you can just go find them, but it's you know like catching the bugs sometimes is a pain in the neck, and it's a nighttime activity. Um, so like there's certain things you can you you wouldn't think like, oh why is you know like why would I pick this? I'll just pick something you know like the the weapon or something. But um, yeah, it's kind of cool that so you can. One of the weeks when the shadow or when the fog goes into the real world, there's like a oh, thing, yeah. and he's like. And our special today is four gas masks, yes. and we're sold out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to admit another, uh, which whatever. I don't know how to use the, the the special tokens that he gives you when you buy stuff. Oh yeah. So what you do is there's a mailbox in the the um the sh- the town street area. You know where all Outside the shops are. Dochi. Oh. You know where all the like where the textile and yeah, the, uh, the tofu shop are. You know um sure. the bar. So there's a mailbox there. Uh, yeah, there might be other places. You can you put all those special like those coupons in there, and then like um, it mails you like you get like something later on where it mails you like a, a prize if you have so many. I never did that either. I found it kind I of pointless. Totally missed that one. It's not like super important. It doesn't. You know, it's just another one of those like oh you could do that. Uh, same thing with like the vending machines. You could buy certain sodas. Uh, the cool early thing- in the game when that's like the only way to get SP. It's super yeah, important. It, it, yeah, um, but it becomes less important later. Um, so two two of the kind of uh like town slash school songs are "Signs of Love" and "Heartbreak." Heartbreak. 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 Got me so bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, just, <laughs> it's just. Uh, I love the way that that just kind of bouncy. Yeah, and it makes it's you feel a great like, song. It's, it is. 
repeated so many times in that game in just my 15 hours of it, but I still never got oh, tired yeah. of it. Yeah. I imagine I would never get tired of it if I played 197. Like I never built. got tired of it. I, like, like, one dude. of my questions... I keep coming back I to it. Did have, like, oh, yeah, I did have it with awesome. the music. Is, um, is this like specific music for the American version, or is this also in the Japanese? I don't know about the Japanese bit, although... Because the songs are a, in English. In, in the anime uh, that was subtitled, the first... I don't know if it would be season, or if it would be season, the first yeah. 12 or 14 episodes or so. Yes. Uh, 12. They're normally arcs in anime, but yeah. Go in, in the first arc, yeah. they have Actually, a... Actually, they're arcs. <laughs> they have an English-speaking <laughs> uh, song intro. Yeah. In the second huh. season, they have a uh, Japanese speaking. Um, so, um, some of the stuff in the the TV thing, which is a completely golden uh, piece that I was that I thought I had on my list to talk about. Um, there's like a bunch of other stuff around the game, and one of them is watching a music video of them in Japan singing that song in English, like at in front of a okay. concert. So, I'm assuming that it's the same song. Well, I mean, like even a lot of, I, I guess mean, J-pop. A lot, a lot of, of J-pop has English, English in yeah, yeah. lyrics in it. Yeah, I mean, if so. you watch a lot of anime, you can see like intros and outro music that has English words in it. I, I was just interesting, be, interested because um, songs like Heartbreak or the um, the actual intro to the Golden version um, are specifically like completely in English. Yeah, and I'm just like, is that just? They localized it, or uh, it's a different song that they just completely made for the English version, or is it really the song they used for the Japanese version? I was thinking the same thing as you, and I was really surprised when I started the anime that it as was you all in or English. you. <laughs> um, but like again, like I really like the music in this, and I'm not like a huge anime fan and one of my biggest problem with anime is a lot of don't the music. deny it come on let your anime I love normally show. don't like a lot of j-pop and stuff like that but this was done very well with a lot of different instrumentation they have a lot of horns guitars um a lot of fun fun uh, music production things in this that uh it's repetitive but it's fun and uh i can't imagine like it it would be hard to find people who don't appreciate this music i think um so the next song that i have on my list here is called like a dream come true i wrote this down as kind of the happy story song that happens during the story whenever something happy is happening that's kind of the music playing in the background it always kind of makes me happy too um there's a song called game which is from the game level um and it's like dun 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 um Build really like generic game music. I thought was pretty cool. Is it like a uh, happy? No, I'm looking mad for angry video game music. Big Nate giant <laughs> slap me for not knowing the word I'm looking for. Bit music, but oh, uh, it's kind of got not eight bit. What's the word? Chip bit. Chip tune. Chip tune. There it's we go. Kind chip tune. Got those. Yeah, it's not really chill to tune-y. it, but it's not. But it's, yeah, yeah. It's got a full orchestra, but it kind of feels like. Speaking of just a side note, but I, I don't want to forget it. What I was saying. I like how um each of the dungeons. You, you reminded me why I was talking about the um the RPG dungeon. That each of the dungeons you get to a level and it has a little like each one have their own kind of um unique uh thing that goes on. Like in the RPG one, like they don't call them like you're at level one or level like they're like you're um you know uh what 
was it? Uh, you're on the first uh, it's like stage one. Stage one, yeah. They change it up or something. Or like um, other ones, like you could talk, like you hear like characters different, like talk or do different things, and it's kind of cool. Like they they change up the the dungeons each way. And then so, the last song I have on my list. You can all join me for this one. Every day's great at your Juness. Or the Japanese version. <laughs> Every day, young life, Junesu. <laughs> so weird. It was so weird. Okay. I was. It was really weird too because, like, when I went to start watching that episode, I knew that she was about to say it, and I was about to sing the one from the game with her, and I was like, eh, "What?" It was one, weird. It's one of those points where I knew I was too old because, like, hearing her sing that, I just wanted to pinch Nanako's cheeks because she's singing that <laughs> cute like, oh, little song. Cute little yeah. Um, so I think I think that brings us to the end of kind of the music portion. Um, the next kind of thing I wanted to talk talk about was I was hoping Brian, you could tell us about your experience platinuming this game. Um. Yeah. So I did uh, complete the platinum. The platinum is a it's not hard. It's a time-consuming. Um, you have to play New Game Plus because um, I don't know if you want to talk about New Game Plus as well on this. You um, can fold yeah. it in too. If that's so, um, to uh, you know, the trophies are as you would expect. Like one of the trophies is max out everybody's social link. Um, and one you know, like uh, read every book. Um, you know, um. Then there's, you know, things from, like, just the normal beat the stages to, um, you know, complete the whole compendium. So, to do a number of these things, like the compendium and the social links and stuff, you have to play New Game Plus because some things carry over to New Game Plus. Um, you start out by, uh, some things don't. So, things that say carry over are, you have skills like your, um your understanding and your, you know, how smart you are and how courageous you are and those carry over. So you, you know, in your first playthrough, um, unless you want to play it like a number of different times, uh, if you just try to do it in like two, maybe three times, um, you want to, you know, say max out that you want to try to get all the books, uh, you know, um, because those things carry over, like the books don't, um, you know, the, the books inside, uh, they don't carry over. But by having that, you knock the trophy out of the way, um, and um, then you can get to the social links because the social links you basically have to play the whole time to get everybody's social link. Um, it's really time consuming, and again, you think that like, oh, I have a whole year to do it, but you find out that certain people are only available on certain times, um, certain characters you don't meet until a fair portion into the game. Um, also, there's a ton of social links like there's the fox and then there's the nurse at the hospital and then there's this kid who you tutor uh and then there's this lady who picks up her you work at a daycare place and you you know like she's like a stepmom for this kid so there's a lot of that um i think the trophies are, are easy to obtain they're just time consuming so in particular for this one i want to know do you feel like having that platinum there as a goal of things to do in this game do you feel like it hindered or uh, or supplemented your enjoyment of this game oh no it was definitely worth it i mean i recommend if you're if you played you know uh figuring you listen to the podcast so you've played the game um if you you know un unless you just didn't enjoy the game um 
get the platinum. You know, it it's well worth it. Um, you know, and there's things that you you to get the platinum you can miss out on. So one of the trophies is uh, defeat Margaret. And normally you wouldn't even think that Margaret's a, a person you could fight. Um, but you can only play her on New Game Plus. So you have to be in the New Game Plus section. Um, and then you have to visit her the last day. Uh, and then she says, like, you you know, um, like, oh, you know, um, I want to see what life is like outside the Velvet Room if there's more than this. So um, you're kind of the, the guy who's changing everything up. So I want to, you know, I want you to come meet me. Um, and she gives some kind of, like, cryptic thing and you have to go meet her at the heavens the end of the heaven stage but to even have that you have to beat all the side bosses so um after you beat like a dungeon and you rescue somebody you can go back and play that dungeon again and there will be just some uh like souped up monster at the end of like shadow at the end and you get like a weapon for beating them so yeah there's some kind of cool stuff like that um there's also a reaper which is like basically their version of like the grim reaper and um I ran into him once on my first playthrough okay. and just got the, wrecked. Right, <laughs> the floor wiped with me. Do you know how? I, do you have any I idea how you got how you later. how you get how uh, you get to him? Apparently, he's the twentieth chest or something like that. Yeah, so you have to if you collect a number of chests in each dungeon, like, and you don't, um, you have to get the regular chest. So there there can be a couple of different things in chests. There can be chests you just open, you get an item. Then there can be chests you open and you fight a monster. So you have to get consecutive ones of just the ones where um, you, the normal chests, not ones with the keys, I believe. I believe, yeah, the ones with, that you have this, the keys to open don't count, um, and not one of the monsters. And then eventually you'll hear, like, these, like, sh like these like chains, like, rattling, and then you know that the Reaper is on that floor, and you have to open another chest on that floor. Um, if you go to a different floor, he automatically resets. Uh, if you're out of chests, you're out of luck. Um, and then you can, you fight him, and he's a he's one of the hardest bosses in the game. Um, but if you beat him um, in each of the different dungeons, uh, each each time you beat him, you get another legendary weapon, and you, that's like the the equivalent of like Final Fantasy's ultimate weapon. Uh, the one thing about the sucks about the ultimate weapons is they don't carry over to new game plus. So um, you have to beat him at least once to get a trophy. However, and, and it's cool that you get the ultimate weapons. However. Um, you don't carry over the weapon, so it can be a um, a waste of time sometimes to do it after that. Um, but yeah, some of the, the probably the coolest thing carrying over, and you need um besides the social links, uh, you know, in, in order to get the social links is the compendium. And I think I I, I mentioned this briefly before in the podcast is that uh, your compendium will carry over, and so everything you fused and any level, like so, if you've had had these personas and you've leveled them up. It's, you can save it to your compendium. So when you start New Game Plus, all of those personas are available. And your money carries over. So you can have a ton. So at the end of the first one, you can just sell everything, get a whole pile of money, start your New Game Plus, buy all these souped up personas, and then just have like the time of your life because like you have like these, ult you know, these super ultimate personas. Um, and then the super ultimate one you can also forge in New Game Plus is Izanami no Akami, which is like the best persona in the game he has he has like one of his abilities is like you get half sp back like after or like or or maybe all sp after every battle and like he only he only takes like less damage and he's basically resistant against everything um 
there's a little stuff off in that what I said, but it's pretty much like he's you know, and I had him having like all the maximum uh like fire, ice, wind, electric attacks. So like I would use him just on everything. And when I fought Margaret, um I also used him because my character wouldn't die because she would basically kill she's the hardest boss in the game. And she would basically kill everybody. Um, all my my allies. And eventually I just didn't have anything to bring them back. But my character still survived because um of him but yeah i mean it's it's worth the platinum um i'm glad i got it uh, and i feel like it you know it had you know you know to do the platinum especially the social links you have to do all those side activities and it kind of like if you like that stuff it forces you to do it like the fishing um to get the fox's max social link you have to get the legendary fish in the ocean and to do that you have to get the legendary fish in the, in the river so you do the fishing thing um, you know, then, then there's other ones where, like, you can, you know, you have to get this or that for certain people. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I find it as a, you know, I'm glad I got that. It's one of my, my few platinum. So the last thing I have on my list to talk about is uh, the voice acting. There's uh, two two voices in particular that I that really stood out for me. One is the ever-present, ever omnipresent Troy Baker. Yeah. Guy and everything. Hold on, does uh, does everybody can does anybody not know who Troy Baker played in this podcast? In this game, I didn't know that Troy Baker was in the podcast. Oh yeah, no, I meant Boosh. in the you know. Boosh. Uh, no, I didn't know Troy Baker was in this game. Actually, what do you actually, think he, he did? might be now that golden I'm only, right? Thinking about it, um, was he golden only? Troy Baker. Well, they only played. Everybody here only besides you only played golden. So. Uh, so he did the first arc of the animation, and somebody else did the second. And Matthew Mercer did the second arc of the animation. Um, was he in the regular he, original person before? Mer, Mer, it looks like he was the original. Oh, okay. Um, apparently he did uh arena, or uh, Matthew Mercer did arena also. So hold on, don't tell don't tell him. What what uh, Alberto? Do you know? The first arc. So guess. So I want to see what you guys can oh, guess. Oh no! Of course they wouldn't know. They listen to it in Japanese, right? Yes. Whoa. Well, they played the game though. Right. I mean, Pauly definitely oh. played enough. And I to started get to watching it. it in English, but I couldn't. Um. Well, now what that you're think? saying that it's a later on character. So Was it Dojima? Not Dojima. Oh, it's later on character. So it's got, oh. it, it would have to be Kanji, but I didn't hear it at all. Yep. It's very, it's very definitely Kanji. Yep, uh, wow. Yep. You can you can kind of like if you listen to his you can be like okay yeah that's going true. back I I probably I wasn't I had no now idea that, you that know, he was in this game you'd be like oh yeah yeah that's good so uh, well who's yeah. your second voice that you uh, so the other voice I wanted to talk about briefly is Chie Chie yep. was interesting because she was replaced for Golden yes um I and I might be getting this backward but uh, I think Aaron Fitzgerald is the one who played her in uh, Golden, Golden yep. and onward other other than the original um. So th the reason I want to bring her up in particular, and I can't remember which podcast, I think it was... Um, kind of Funny did it. Kind of Funny, yeah. There was an so episode Greg Miller had a one-on-one -on -one with her. And it's a great episode. It's... And listening to it, I got like these chills over my head. I'm like, oh, I oh, got it. Oh my gosh, it's Chia. She's, she's on the podcast. It, it just Yeah, it was a one-on-one. -on -one. It was... Uh, I felt entitled... so gir like, giggly and girly. We should put it in the, in the show notes, but Your it's entitled um, yeah. Persona for a Golden Changed My Life. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, it's you know like, and she goes into talking about how and why she replaced the original actress and how it was kind of like, um, I think the original actress was not available. It was either because like she was sick or something, so she couldn't do like the original. Like they wanted to start, I think, at some time, and she couldn't make it, so they brought in Aaron to do it, and like. I, I it's really always kind it, of the awkward thing because it's she. I think she was saying like because you're replacing a friend, you know, but it's also the job and it's also like she understood that like she couldn't do it, so I was coming in to do it. So, but it's still kind of like that weird I, awkward. I thought it was really yeah. interesting how it was a matter of pride for her that she called up. Um, I think it's Tracy was the person who did it yeah, for like, her, and sh- she called her up and said, "Hey." They're bringing me on to play this role. Do, do you understand that? Are you okay with that? I don't want to like poach this out for. Yeah, that's it's, cool. Uh, yeah, it's very interesting in the voicing. Uh, okay, so um, at this point, we're gonna go around our final time and give our last impressions and/or ratings. Um, so Esteban, long sigh because this, at least the version that I watched, was incoherent. It jumped around. It gave you no real rhyme or reason for the things that were going on on screen. Uh, the first couple of episodes were just there about showing you Marie and like assuming that you knew everybody else. Um, we finally got to a to a fight like in in episode three or four, and even that was supremely unsatisfying. Because there wasn't any any real build up to to what was going on. The you, the main character at the end, produced his persona. Everybody else was like, "Oh my God, you have this superpower that nobody else knows about." Um, and then he proceeded to smite the the shadows and and the main boss that was in in that uh, specific anime. But again, there was no no real continuity, no real rhyme or reason. Just don't watch Golden. In isolation, I guess is my. So I, I I do really want to apologize. A lot of this came is my fault. So because the game Golden is a complete replacement for the original, right? We just didn't know that the anime was more of a supplement than yeah, a replacement. It, knowing what I know now, I think that you can splice in different episodes of Golden into a regular viewing of the, the regular uh, animation. And if that's a thing, I will look it up and it will be in the footnotes right. that you can follow right now. <laughs> yeah. I was, but... trying, I was trying to find that. I didn't find it. If you can find it, I would be super interested. I in mean, it. I would be. I would even be willing to say, oh, you know, you just watch episode one of Golden after episode three of the regular one or watch this episode of Golden instead of this other episode of the regular one. But Coming into this completely green, Golden just sits at the very bottom of my list of animes, and I've seen a lot, and a lot of them are really bad. This is by far the worst, um, just because it's it's incoherent, it's, it, it doesn't make any sense, and, and all the other things that I already mentioned. The only positives are that the things that it introduces, um, specifically Marie, her character is well-developed, but again... If you don't know the rest, it, it's just jumbled. The actual animation in the, the anime is mediocre at best. The, the, the art style itself is really good, but the, the animation that they used um, was not. Um, there were a couple of sections where I thought that they were 
going to go the CGI route, but it seems that they didn't, or they did it halfway, um, where it didn't really jive with, with the rest of the things that we're trying to convey. Um, so as a... I'm not even going to bother giving this a rating because it would be zero, but uh, just don't watch it. Zero point zero. Just don't watch it in isolation. Maybe watch it after the, the original. I'll try that after this. Um, and depending on how how the schedule works out, then it'll be in the, in the show notes. Otherwise, uh, watch the original. After you watch the original, you can watch Golden if you want the extra story bits. Otherwise, just skip it. Cool. All right. How about you, Polly? Well, I don't want to rate the game because um, I didn't get to play all the way through it, and I don't, I don't know how to rate an anime. But um, I really, really enjoyed the time I had with the game. Um, I can't believe that I missed out on this when it was a PlayStation 2 game. Although I know that I've, I've heard a lot that the golden version is better. Um, I wish I would have experienced this back when I was playing on a PlayStation 2 because it's one of those games that would have been a landmark, like outstanding game at the time. So the, the thing about this in particular is that it came out two years into the PS3's life cycle. So you like really had to know. Ah, about yeah. I can't remember when I got a PlayStation 3 when I upgraded. I know it wasn't at launch because PlayStation 3s were quite expensive. You don't but, want to um, drop 600 You need to get your uh, second job. It's possible <laughs> I could have still been playing on PlayStation 2 when, uh, when the game came out. I'm not sure. But either way, um, it, it, I can tell from playing the hours I did play into it that it's an amazing game. Not that I am huge into JRPGs. I, I played a quite a few of them back in the like uh SNES days, but um I've since fall fallen off of especially like the longer uh games. Like it's a long game as as you guys have proven. <laughs> but um that's the whole thing about this game. It's it's so deep. There's such a rich world. The fact that there is a game that um we didn't have me and Alberto and Esteban didn't have time to play, but we were able to watch an anime to get just to get the story and still enjoyed it is kind of amazing. I wish more games had this kind of rich world. Speak or, for or, yourself, Esteban. <laughs> <laughs> um, Didn't quite enjoy well, Gold. He, he would. If he actually watched the correct anime, he would have enjoyed it, I'm sure. The characters are what really made it for me, I, I believe. Uh, you don't have this kind of deep... Um, characterization in lots of video games. Um, the story is kind of like... Who was your favorite character? My favorite character was Kanji, but I really liked Chie and Teddy was fun. Um, but, I mean, all the characters. Like The only character that I wouldn't have cared if died was Dojima. And <laughs> You got that Dojima hate. Well, it's just because like, it looked like he died, and I didn't care too much. And I was like, happy, was and I was death, like, thank whatever. God. I wasn't happy. I didn't I want I was like, please make sure you go over there and pull the plug just to make sure that he's dead. The thing is, I cared about all these characters, and a lot of games I don't really like. If characters die in games, normally it's not a huge thing. Like They try to make it a big thing, but there's no character building in most games. And in this game, that's one thing they did so well, is uh, made you care about characters and uh, and had great interactions story was like confusing the mystery is like there's no way anybody would have figured out some gas station clerk did this stuff <laughs> this is not like clues it's not actually like a uh, mystery it's it's just the kids were detectives and they were trying to figure this thing out um so i can't well i don't want to say i can't wait i can wait to go back into and play through this game i am sure that eventually i will finish this game even knowing the story through i i had fun with it and i want to experience it more 
but it's going to be something that I do over a period of probably years. But um, I, I really, really enjoyed it. And um, coming from somebody who's not a huge fan of anime and not a huge JRPG fan, I, I think that's pretty high praise. I um, even enjoyed playing the uh, fighting game, Persona 4 Arena. Just probably Dude, now you're stretching. Just probably because <laughs> I I won because I beat all these guys at it. Um, if I didn't, I might not have liked it so much. But um, we do have to give it to you. You did kick all of our asses. <laughs> there, there we Came go. Back and beat Alberto. Alberto like, like four times in a row. Yeah. We just like who hadn't lost a it. match before that. Yes, back from the from the losers bracket, I came back and, and acquired this um awesome. Teddy plush figure that I'm holding in my hand right now, gazing longingly at. But I really like the game, and I will in continue to enjoy it. Uh, I would wholly recommend this game, even being a PlayStation 2 game. Um, you can come back to this game. It's not something... Um, even if you don't have the option for Persona 4 Golden, I would still say try to check out the, the anime. Try to... If, if you really only have a PlayStation 2 at this point, I guess try to play... <laughs> The original game, but who who's gonna be that? But yeah, I would say PS TV would be a better bet. Yeah, and play well, the golden version. Uh, the golden version is absolutely the better choice. But any any way that you can experience this other than just the golden anime, <laughs> because that is clearly an addition to something else that you've experienced in this universe, I would say go for it. And I don't think that you would be uh, regretful of that at all. All right, Alberto, what do you think? Uh, so I'll just go ahead and plug first. So you can actually get this from the PSN store uh, on the PS3 for the like the PS2 version. So you don't even have to have that through the subscription to PlayStation View or anything. I don't know if it's on there if you can buy it. But anyway, that's an option for you. I when for you or for you? <sighs> God damn it! Hold on, but you would have to. So you're buying, but it's a. PS2 copy, so you'd have to have the PS3 that has backwards compatibility. No, 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 no. Like, you buy it, a digital copy of it. Yeah. Digital copies work on the PS3. Oh, do they? Oh, yeah. yeah. But anyway, you'd have to listen to this whole podcast to the very end without playing any of the game <laughs> just to hear Alberto's link to play the PlayStation 2 version on the PlayStation 3. Which is probably the best way to do it. Right. Because we wanted to play Golden. Anyway. Said the, said the guy who just talked about recommending the going to play the game as well. I am aware of the irony. <laughs> but anyway, um, when Will first approached me to play this game, he's like, you're, you're going to like this game. Like It's a JRPG. You're going to like it. You're going to like it. And Dude, you're all about the JRPG. I don't know where this is coming from. Dude, but you're an otaku, man. It's uh, Four and Final Fantasy Ten. <laughs> <laughs> you're totally into the JRPG anime world. Well, Anyways, anyway, <laughs> so I started playing it, and I will say that because, and I don't know if if I hadn't made this association with it, if I would have still enjoyed it just as much. But I am a huge fan of Bleach, and I immediately associated this with like the, the kind of like story that Bleach is. It was very similar characters, very similar, just kind of interactions between the characters and immediately got hooked with it and then of course knowing that Ketakoto was a uh persona that you could get I'm still wanting to get that and that'll probably be the persona that I keep the entire game no matter how good or bad he is or oh I guess I don't know what gender you would put for him but anyway or it, it. um 
no it was yeah it was a really good i agree with polly that it's really nice that being able to not finish this game but being able to have an anime that associates with it and it feel really it was like playing the game but not playing the game it was really they they tied together really well um yes if you have the time to play it like all at once props to you it will take it's it is a game though that for most you'll probably have to play it when you can like if you're taking the bus whatever but it's fun like it's not it's not one that's gonna make you bored i don't think there's plenty there's so much to it that there's always something different that you can be doing one day from the next um the one thing that i do kind of wish i'm okay that it's not there but that i kind of wish would make it a little bit more uh interactive with you is if it actually kept with the day that you were playing it versus like or at least like the day of the week would have been like the same day of the week that you were on again it, the whole game would have had to be like the timeline for it would have had to change completely but it almost in a way would have been like if you do have that year it's like okay you have this year to play like this maybe game a version of it that yeah was like check in once a day kind of thing right be interesting um just because like every oh, now i would then, hate that well because like every now and then, I then would you're like the mobile forced version. to play it otherwise you miss <laughs> no, like it's like the stuff yeah. It's like the super hardcore. Version. Right, yeah. Because like every... Yeah, like that means you have to check in every either that because I I, I can believe that like people those... would imagine, be into that. Imagine oh, yeah. if it all actually the free kept... play free to play games are like yeah. that. It's like, oh, come back in, check today and get your daily bonus. You right. Know? If it somehow linked in with a weather app, so when it's actually <laughs> yeah. raining you really have to check. <laughs> yeah, that would be <laughs> Hold awesome. On, wait a minute, I don't know if I can go fishing. Let me open my real window to check if it's raining outside. <laughs> well for the midnight channel. Yeah, exactly. Like that would be really or like yeah, really the midnight cool. channel. Hold on, wait a minute. Like that would be really cool, but uh, again, that would be a completely. So, like, if you live in like, if you live in like the desert, like you can never go you into win. a dungeon yeah, exactly. because it never rains. You have, to, you have to move to the desert to get the platinum in this version. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, but anyway, yeah. So it was it was fun. Um, again, I oh, as Polly said, I will not rate it just because I haven't actually finished the game. Uh, but I'm very. It is a game that I definitely will go continue to play, and I'm excited to platinum it at some point whenever that is hopefully before doomsday <laughs> if we do finish it we should probably come back and check in with them and tell them how much we hated the game never to play <laughs> that that's true yeah it's absolutely 25 hours <laughs> in, it turns into like some kind of gross uh well i've got torture now, porn i've got now <laughs> i've got an hour to figure that out though because i'm at, i believe 24 maybe 23 hours so i'll let you know <laughs> <laughs> that was the hidden dark part we just didn't let you we just didn't bring it up all right brian what are your final thoughts uh, so where to start? Um, so I I did not watch the anime, so I'll will not be talking about that. Um, so purely about the game, and I only played uh, Golden, so um, this will be the Golden version. Um, it it's an interesting game. So there's a lot of great things about it, especially if you like JRPGs. If you like to just get lost in it, it's very Japanese. Um. Even the money, like in a lot of like fantasy RPGs, like they just they call it gold, or then they start calling it guild, or they start calling it whatever name, um, or gill, or you know, um, they use yen, they use everything Japanese. Um, it looks like a Japanese town. Um, I actually can't wait for even Persona Five because that's even like the characters are in what looks like Tokyo, and I think it's actually Tokyo. So it's even more so in, ingrained, and I and I like that that nature of, uh, and the notion of 
um, being a Western uh, player and getting to see this this co- culture that's so interesting and be ingrained in it and do all these things and you know um, and see all these things that are exactly Japanese. Having said that, there are some things where it it, it falters. The um, the gameplay is kind of basic, um, which works and doesn't work um, to some things. Like some people just or care about like the social aspects of the game and the story and they don't really care about the game. And in fact, you can even put it on very easy and you basically don't even have to care about the game itself. Um, if you die, it basically just asks you like, do you want to continue? And you can just hit yes. And it will li- literally let you continue from where you died. Um, it'll just heal you and everything. Um, I know that because when I played a new game plus I had already just beaten the game. So I didn't care about the dungeon anymore. And I just needed to go back to get the missing trophies, like the social links. So I did that. Um, but even still, even if you're like into the game, like the RPG elements are kind of, eh, um, I like that you can get the different personas, but basically you can, uh, the fact that in Golden you can kind of fuse everything together and you can pick what's inherited. You can kind of make every persona basically whatever you want it to be. So they're not like it doesn't. I mean, yes, so, you know when you make when you get certain ones, they have certain abilities that you may not have other places, but for the most part, you can basically just give them whatever you want, so you can kind of make whatever one you want the one you want, um, for lack of a better phrase, um, which kind of makes it a little, you know, feel a little, you know, like lost in terms of how you build those uh, personas. Um, also, the weapons are kind of cool, but um, they're not all that great. Um, I think it's just funnier the the way that I think the the better thing about the weapons is just the silly nature of them. Like you originally start out, um, like you're just kids in, in a real world, and like Yosuke just gives you like these fake like toy weapons, and um, that's your first weapons. And actually, the cops see you and you get arrested for that. But um, you know they're like fake things. They're like I think I think like the sword is like um, just some kind of like toy, and, and like the knives that Yosuke use are the same thing. Um, and but then, then it's cool because then you can um, like get other weirder weapons. Like there's one where um, Yosuke has instead of like you know the knives or the kunai or whatever he has fish so he fights with fish and you see him doing like all his moves with fish but like somehow it's a weapon and it does damage um kanji fights with like a chair or you can give him like you can give him like a, a like one of the legendary fish from the river you can have that fortunate weapon and he he hits people with the fish again it's just silly weapons that um are interesting but they're not like you know, just out of the silly nature. They're not all that great. Um, but, I mean, overall, the game does a lot of great things. Um, it's fun to play through. The social aspects are really great. Um, I like that there's a lot of characters. It's a deep game. You can get lost in it. You can pick it up. You can come back to it. Kind of another negative point is that you can miss things, and that can get annoying, especially if you're looking to get to see everything or to get the platinum. There are missable things that make it a pain, and if you miss it and you didn't save it back to where you missed it, um, you will have to play through it all over again. Things like a book to get the book trophy. If you don't do the uh, the social link for the um, uh, the the two uh, one of e- either of the two sports guys that you picked for the social link, um, you can miss a book. If you don't, you know, um, you can miss endings. Like Bill was saying, like really easily, you can pick an ending and not even know. Like um, that, like 
like the major last ending that you have to do it on the last day and it's not and it's like it gives you an option like are you done or do you want to continue or you know go back to the house or do you have something else to do if you don't hit something else to do and go back to Junas, you miss a whole ending and you wouldn't even know it um so that kind of you know makes it you know a, a little like lost but at the same time um you know it just does a ton of things right and you know it makes you you know like i had a you know, a smile at, my, at the end of my, uh, the end of the day when I was done with this game. Um, and it's a, you know, a, a game I'm glad that I got the platinum because I got everything out of it that I wanted to get. Um, and yeah, I can't wait, you know, can't wait for Persona 5 to come out. Speaking of things that made you smile, um, just about every single time when they did like team up attacks and you saw it like break down. That was like, cool. It yeah. was so cool. E- even when there's stuff like, they could do like the, the help attacks, like yeah, Chia could you, like punt one of the enemies out of the. Yeah. Or like not even be in your team and you just run in and do like uh, yeah. like Teddy would ride in on a, the little thing. Uh, he had the uh, the skates and um, Naruto had like the scooter and he would like yeah. he would run and like fire his machine like his machine guns. Like there were so many pieces of that that just made me smile. Yeah, it was very like very silly in a in a serious type way. So unlike most games that we've done for this po- podcast, Persona 4 has been really hard for me to approach uh, in this game club context because it is such a personal thing for me. I stumbled upon this game in the middle of the PS3 era, almost by accident. Uh, I don't even remember why I was prompted to, to go find this game, um, but it was like the big driving factor for me going out of my way and finding a PS3 which could play a PS2 game just for this game. Um, it, it was it was that important to me. Um, when I first started the game, I had no idea what to expect. Um, and like the main character, I was thrown into this nice little Japanese country town, not knowing anyone. Like he not knew anyone, I didn't know anyone. Um, and it just led to this constant sense of wonder as I was playing through the game, thinking things like, "Wow, I can't, I I can't." believe that i can actually do this in this game or holy crap is this story really going to go there with these characters i was just amazed as i was playing this the whole time so apparently there is this portuguese and spanish term saudade is that sound familiar to you at all no how Um, do you spell it s-a-u-d-a-d-e nope um so this is a word which describes a sense of nostalgic, melancholic longing for an absent something. So I, also looking it up, I found some more interesting, fun terms for this same kind of feeling, um, which I think are kind of more fun. One is faux-stalgia. Um, other one is nostalgia by proxy or no-stalgia. Um, they all kind of um, describe feeling... Like I missed something that I didn't actually experience myself. Like it's a nostalgia for something that wasn't mine, and that really kind of encapsulates how I feel when I when I think about this game. Um, when I think about this game, it's all about that sense of longing for a, a younger, simpler time. I I kind of get hit by a twinge of jealousy for those who grew up with such kind of this great group of friends around them, and then pangs of regret for the mistakes I made in my youth and wishing I could go back and just do it again. Over the last three months, I've been mulling over what I think my score for this game should be. Um, when I first started playing Golden, my gut instinct told me that this would be a, 
this is a 10 game, and this is going to be one of my, my first 10 rated games. And with that in mind, I kept going over the playthroughs over and over, thinking, all right, this obviously isn't perfect. What kind of things can I pull out to justify why this should not get a 10? And um, there are some things, um, like the process of gaining access to the dungeons was like really obtuse and is like, go to this guy and then go back to this guy and then wait a day and then go back to this other guy. Um, that really, uh, I, th I thought was confusing, obtuse, and just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Um, but at the end of the day, this is one of the best games I've ever played. So fuck it, this game, 10 out of 10. Wow. Dang. You didn't even bring up the uh, bad graphics or the poor <laughs> I know. Uh, animation. Like I mean, that rain. It totally was the water was just. Did, did you see the rock? Like, yeah, the, the rocks were terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how non-3D it was picked a 10 out of 10 but, but I hope you understand how we all feel about these games that we love that you shit on <laughs> because you didn't play them when they came out that's fair I'm happy though yeah you found something that you love and also I didn't I didn't know that you had played like all the way from Persona like when you were like explaining that earlier I was like whoa this thing's like you you've start like this is like your baby like you're you've seen this thing grow up i've played a lot of persona that's cool that's awesome it's uh almost telling how you set such a high standard for games judging as this as a as a 10 this is definitely a 10 game i would say if i had played it <laughs> <laughs> this brings us to the end of another awesome episode of the emotive pixels podcast if you want more from us, you can find us on iTunes and at our webpage, www.emotivepixelspodcast.com. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash emotivepixels, or follow us on Twitter at emotivepixels. And as always, keep, keep on, on playing. playing.